Mark, how's the bathroom? You going to be good um, for the next ninety minutes, I, I, or is your prostate I, a little enlarged? I uh, I did a I did a, ch- a press check, <laughs> and uh, with a Camelback hose, <laughs> it's called a pros check. <laughs> a pros check, yeah, exactly. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I, I I think I felt what I was supposed to feel, so I'm, I should be good for about twenty twenty five minutes. Very now. cool. Yeah, I, well, you got I didn't head. realize how panicked I was about getting old. Until just now, like no, no, last <laughs> okay. uh, weekend or two week, two weekends ago. Ah, uh, were you uh, in a state in which being panicked doesn't always be, become beneficial? I don't know. It that. was like an emergency. You know it was like an emergency pee. Like I had to piss so bad out of nowhere, and oh, I was like, no. man, I've only had since the last time I pee, I probably only had half a glass of water, and I was like, oh my god, this is how it happens. Uh, next are diapers. <laughs> I was like, next up, I'm wearing diapers, and I was like. I didn't realize how fucking terrified I am of just having incontinence. Do you know hmm. that one of the airlines, it's either in China or Japan, I can't remember which, um, they have recommended that the flight attendants wear diapers. Oh, that. I saw that. So that they don't have to go into the bathroom during the flight. You can just piss wow. yourself and keep did, serving coffee, tea. That, and did you dig no, into that? Because I uh, saw like an article and I was like, there's no way that's true. Apparently, oh, so amazing. that there was, and because they explained one instance where the only time this person had a mask off was in the restroom and maybe that's where they got, you know, or whatever. Like, get what? it from a fucking door handle. I don't know. Jesus. Um, it, it, but but that was like one of the possible recommendations was like the flight attendants should just wear diapers so they can, you know. What about the passengers? Um, they recommended. I don't know. I, I, I just say fucking waterproof the airplane and let everybody just fucking. Nice. Is this Ooh, like the whole you can't on. get an STD from a toilet seat, but you can get COVID from a sink handle now or something? Or, 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 or well, does it? this go along with the recommendations of safe sex practices where you should do it like. Back no, you just back don't do it. It's abstinence is the only advice that a government official can give. Don't do anything. Oh. No sex. Yeah. No. In Hand fact, shaking. Quit fucking. Stop breathing. Stop breathing. Yeah, yeah exactly. Problem solved. You can't. Unless you have to go to the grocery store or some big business store, in which case you're free to go about your day. Or maybe Costco express only. your beliefs about inequality or politics. Hmm. That's totally. That's my favorite can, thing. You to can do. breathe for that. You can breathe for that. It's okay. I mean, but no singing. There's, right. Yeah, no, you can't. There's a joke in there, but it's way too soon. Yeah. Yeah. Just, uh, yeah. <clears throat> <laughs> but I do. But just let, Actually, leave that was, hanging so that everyone has a moment to try and backtrack and try to fill in the joke <laughs> yeah, that exactly. I didn't actually say. Yeah. How how funny would that be? Is if you could get canceled for being like, "There's a joke there, but I'm not going to make it." But then somebody made up their own j- joke, and then you got canceled for just pointing out that there was a joke. That there, there was a, a the, p- the possibility for yeah. humor. No yeah. more ha-has, Michael. <laughs> so yeah. this has made me laugh. I explained it a little bit to Josh last night. I think it's a good start to the podcast <laughs> all right so keegan Dillon, josh tyler michael blowens mark twight small emotion lambert of god <laughs> we are all in <laughs> the podcast studio lambert is totally passed out right now <laughs> yeah he's got his little pillow as happy as could be he's saving it yeah. he's saving it for later Fucking guys. ridiculous he's the most he's the most comfortable dog <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he just looks comfortable so 
I've got a new theory that based on actual science, archaeology, sociology, anthropology, all of these things have allowed me to realize that the agriculture and plant-based diets are a way for the patriarch to continue its control. Let me explain. (laughs) If you take any hunter-gatherer society before the advent of agriculture, you're dealing with a society that is more than likely egalitarian, where women and men were of equal value because they both harvested about the same amount of food. Sometimes women more valuable because they work harder, actually, in egalitarian societies. Since the, in, the the invent of agriculture, where like plowing fields became an upper body dominant thing, that's when men really took over, and from that stemmed control and taxes and the ability for men to move to a more prominent position in society. And actually, women were beholden to them because of, they were reliant to them for calories. Until that one gal bought an oxen, and but, then she's just like. My fucking ox can plow the shit out of this field, weak man. But still, men, when they when they started using domesticated <laughs> animals, you still have to control it with upper body strength. Ah, got it. That's okay. what controls the, the, plow, the plow on the back. Yeah. So the predominant strength in a, in a male physique is still more applicable. That's how the patriarch started. So if you are eating a plant-based diet, you might as well just support the patriarch outright. It's systemic... Patriarchy? Yeah. I, I, got, uh, I got nowhere to go on that that's one. Why <laughs> I, that's why I eat carnivore. Yeah. So you're a true... Because <laughs> I'm an egalitarian. I am a, yeah. I'm true feminist. Yeah, yeah. So you eat meat. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> there you go. I um, Science, Mark. I, I, on the, uh, <laughs> the uh, whatever, the social media platform of choice, or whatever, the one that we're all locked into. Um, Grinder? Uh, yeah, grinder. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> With just an R at the end, right? Yeah. <clears throat> I haven't been there in a while. I don't know if my account's still active. <laughs> That's why your prostate's acting up. See, exactly. I need, need a little prostate massage. I might have to get back on the grinder. God damn it. <laughs> Full circle. <soul. laughs> oh, and that that's quick. our podcast for today, folks. Yeah, we, it, uh, nailed it. we reached the gutter in six minutes and 27 seconds. <laughs> I'm going to bring it back to the beginning, which was... But hang on. Let me, oh. actually, let's, not, let's not go there. I need, I, I need, I'm still stuck on the patriarch oh. thing. Oh, I, just, the, I was curious if Michael actually pissed his pants or not. Oh. I don't know if we ever oh. got to that point. Uh, I'll, let, I'll let you hang in suspense. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, no, so there's a joke in there somewhere. Yeah, there is. Just, um, I'll hang to the right. <laughs> yeah, Go ahead. Exactly. <laughs> Boom. So um, I posted uh, on one of my Instagram stories something about um, this beautiful carnivore book that is about to come out. Oh, mm. yes. That's and right. that was that was me promoting a diet that is, uh, according to a couple of. Uh, contacts i had i'm sure they're experts oh did you get some feedback i got some some helpful criticism i got some helpful criticism (laughs) that's so lovely uh, yeah it was really nice actually and um you know somebody was talking about how this is unsustainable and how could you be you know promoting this book for you know that the the, the planet the climate oh shit and so i i uh offered every all of the people who contacted me i offered to uh send them one of our bumper stickers (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> and I did not hear back from any of them because I basically said, hey, why do I do this? Because 
I eat meat because this is actually sustainable. What's not sustainable is the uh, rate of population growth. And uh, this is how I feel about that. And then fucking crickets. I'll quit eating meat when you quit fucking. Exactly. (laughs) Did you see or did you see? Did you listen to the podcast Rogan just had? He had a guy on last week. And the guy thinks that we should have a billion people in the United States. And he thinks it would be a better place if we had. Is this the guy that engineered fake meat? No. Oh. <laughs> That's a bold statement. Yeah. Based off of what? And the, I, could, I could be wrong. That, that'd be more than double. I believe right? he was a yeah. large gentleman. And I found it odd that like overconsumption of what you could argue is food also seems like he wants an overabundance of people as well. Maybe no, he he's went, just lonely. Maybe he, he very well could be. Maybe maybe he's part of a tribe of um, cannibals. cannibals. <gasps> yeah, I was thinking the same thing. Yeah, I'm I'm down. It's like, like he's actually just you know <clears throat> setting up his own farm. Soylent Green <laughs> just wants, wants more meat. Yeah, exactly. I mean that's kind of you know Soylent um, Green is people. Is that how that? Yes. Yeah, means? I think so. I, I didn't realize how many actual like original human tribes uh, were cannibals. We're down with eating each other. Most of them, actually. Wow. Yeah. At certain times. Well, I mean, if it's... The switch is real quick. I would never do that. I'm really fucking hungry. If things get desperate enough, man, you know? I'm trying to... Donner party of 15. Right. Your table is ready. Yeah. Uh, Cannibalism is such Mm -hmm. a weird thing because almost every other species does it. Mm -hmm. Um, We've... I think we've rationalized a, a way to do it, but the only reason not to do it is because you would feel bad about it, right? Yeah. Probably. Isn't there something where, like, eating human meat doesn't, like, we don't digest it Also, well mad cow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You... No, but it's something about eating the brains. I'm not sure okay, about I, actual I, cannibalism. Yeah. There, there's claims to that. I don't know how much truth Yeah, the claims I've heard, I, I'll be honest, I never looked into it. I'm not advocating for I, it. I, yeah, no, I know. Um... But, but I do wonder who would taste the best. I think <laughs> about that probably far more than I should. I mean, because when you, t- you when don't you've think been in like- those survival situations, have you ever been looking at, you know, even if it's just for a Discovery Channel thing? Yeah. Did you, did you find yourself looking at your, you know, your, your, your co-stars, mm-hmm. I guess? Well, they um, were all in a... Were, were they? Everyone was getting kind of stringy at that point, so I was actually looking more at the crew because they're still well fed. <laughs> um, although, actually, yeah, that you're you're probably right, you yeah. know, because you could get the rabbit poisoning, you know, or whatever the undigestible part. But but the crew, they're just like one hand on the camera, one hand in fucking bag of Cheetos because they were they were craft services. They and, were exceptionally conscientious about not eating around us. Oh, okay. The only time there was ever any hint that food existed beyond what we were privy to. They, they, when they dropped us off on the glacier, they had tucked themselves around just one little corner and they, we were relegated to this area. And in the morning you could smell them. They were close enough. So oh, yeah. you could bacon. smell them. <laughs> <laughs> you probably didn't even have to be that close if you hadn't had food in a while. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. You could smell that shit from, a long ways there away. Is, if you're hungry enough, bacon. <laughs> Not say that's what it was, but no. It w- I mean, it was 100 percent bacon. Oh, right. I could smell it, and it was amazing. Or it was plant based bacon. And I was, I was you know, contemplating. We actually, well, I just say Canadian. I, yeah. <laughs> well, we were in Canada. That's true. Um, it's back bacon. I guess. I guess there's statute of limitations. I can say this now. I probably couldn't have divulged this earlier. Well, actually, has this already aired? Oh yeah, and it's then, been it's been a couple of years now. Okay. At least. At so least. so I'm pretty sure then that 
You yeah, can, I think I can you're say not, some. This is this is some serious behind the scenes stuff here, oh, guys. Shit. Oh, goddamn! Ooh, spoiler! Yeah. Alert. Hold on, hold on to your butts. Yeah. Um, <laughs> hey, I'm just, I just did that. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't understand what hold on to my butt just did, but. <laughs> so in in one of the challenges, they put us on a, an island out in the Vancouver Sound, and we have to take little dinghies out there. Mm-hmm. And the the challenge of it, we didn't know this at the time, but that there was no fresh water on the entire thing. And so we had to figure it out. Well, they had to contract someone to drive us out in the dinghies. And these are just whatever that service is. Yeah. And we, the the gentleman. You guys figure it out. All right. Yeah. Get this guy to fucking bring me a few gallons. We weren't quite that clever. But um, <laughs> as a moment of opportunity, we this guy had a backpack backpack just sitting there so we very quietly discreetly rummaged through and lo and behold what did we find a delicious burrito that we very quickly put into our own sack okay nice. he had two scavengers i yeah and and i was like you know what man this probably isn't in keeping in spirit of like the survival side but it also, but also it kind of is like it's very in spirit of the survival and, side and we were ninjas i mean we were like doing this in like a clan de- i mean yeah. it had a ninja overtone for whatever reason so i was yeah. like well that's for sure what a ninja would do you bet your ass they're gonna steal something so we did and who if that guy's listening um dude i'm sorry that we stole your lunch but we were kind enough to leave you one of the burritos because we felt we're not you know we're not monsters and he had two hey but he's a good size boy you who are listening to this Mm -hmm. and and we left you a burrito yes we also allowed you to live (laughs) yeah so consider yourself blessed well, yeah. I, th- I think about so or that, that was like, start gratitude journaling or yeah, something like that because that? ninjas didn't kill you in your boat and yes. take it and drive it into back to town, fucking downtown to the McDonald's. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it, was, in it, was, <laughs> it was uh, it was twenty one days total. Okay, I, I mean, I think about it like everybody is so. I mean, we we deal with it because uh, your truck just got broken God too. Damn it! I was just going to use that a little bit, and you, and you really start to like go like man what a fucking asshole like you really we just don't expect people to do that but then you imagine just just like how many hours are you away from breaking in and like scavenging like how hours because it's not yeah, it's not days it's or not months days. it's like so i think it's 72 hours anybody is just becomes a fucking very primal like survival machine most people I, I think it depends on if you know the length of duration because like if you've if you've pushed the limits of how long you can go without food and water right, yeah. and that sort of things you kind of know where your windows are and if you know like okay i can make it 72 hours but i know in 76 yeah everything will be fine but if it's if it's unknown it's indefinite and you're starting to knock on that door man and and an opportunity presents itself a burrito for example. a burrito just yeah. falls out of the sky i was gonna like casually walk you down to like do you think when people get desperate enough they do things and then be like, how do you feel about your window being broken into but <laughs> yeah if there was a burrito in it it would make sense did they take anything they took nothing and there was actually there's like dog <laughs> sedatives in there i'm like you could have had a lot a really good time <laughs> For, for like for my Great Dane, so it's not even like they were little. Yeah, they were. You know, they would have packed a punch. Yeah, yeah. that's uh, fucking hilarious. Yeah, there was. I mean, somebody's pretty, just like, oh, "It's for dogs." No, I can't take that. <laughs> I can't take. It's not safe for human consumption. <laughs> yeah. like, what the <laughs> fuck, <laughs> man? Um, you are not. There's a been good like junkie. four windows <laughs> smashed in the parking lot, and there's been like nothing taken from any of the cars. 
That's... Yeah, you would think they're like guys. Um... That's a dead end down there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, nobody's got like, anything. Literally, good. no one. I, do you think there's a like a a network where they communicate and tell you, hey, I got a good score down here, or oh, this was there's I... probably a fucking app for it. Are you kidding me? Yeah, right. <laughs> a homeless app. <laughs> homeless. It's on an i on the iPhone. It's like yeah. written on the side of a building somewhere. <laughs> yeah, it's called Some... Hoboer with an R. Yeah. <laughs> Hoboer. Hoboer. <laughs> oh, man. So if we could take it back to one of the early episodes with Sean Kingery. Uh, Go right to the hobo hand job. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it would make sense that that comes out of Silicon Valley, like an app for hobos to like recommend good places to get shit. To steal stuff. Good dumpsters, yeah. good places to camp. Mm-hmm. So some along a similar thing. Now, th- and I didn't check this because it seemed so ridiculous it couldn't possibly be true. Of uh, the politician in Texas who was trying to rewrite the standard ground law and make it make it the homeowners or the property owners' responsibility to actually leave if they were being attacked by someone who needed the, you know wanted to take their property or occupy Wait, their property, a- and saying that the person who's doing the stealing probably needs it more than the person who actually owns it, and it's going to be covered uh-huh. by insurance anyway. Mm-hmm. And so you would not have a you would have a duty to turn and flee yeah. while people just ransack your shit. That, that makes was a in, lot of sense. And Texas? that was in fucking Texas. If you said like Michigan, I would have been like, ah, it makes sense. Maybe Oregon. Yeah. yeah. Seattle. Yeah. And it would have been a municipality. It would have been like, hey. Yeah. All you folks out in eastern Washington. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Which is not at all the same political color as western sure. Washington. Close to, no, let's just say fucking King County. You didn't chase it down to see if it was true or not? Um, I, I saw it re- referenced enough times that I was just like, you know, people are fucking stupid. It probably and, is true, and so I don't. I don't really need to research. Stupidity. Well, how much? How much policy comes out of like having to push a boundary? Like they know that it's going to fall apart, yeah. but then they just like they write this thing up to to get it, people almost numb to the idea. Yeah. Oh, do you think that's part of the strategy? Oh, oh for sure it is. Just, a, just a, yeah. Just I mean, think about erosion. how many bills go like just fall apart. Are so extreme. Yeah. yeah. But then you're willing to take the fifteen percent, and that's what they wanted anyway. Oh, yeah. Son of a gun. Yeah. I don't know. That's a. That's a fucking weird one. Uh, it's super aggravating. What do you but... think the middle ground is on that? Then what do you if okay if this is the extreme, then what what do you think the actual objective that that bill may have been trying to accomplish? <clears throat> uh, I feel like it's a is set up to be like, hey, if this is happening, don't call the cops because they're not coming. Um, and then but also you, you can't defend. You can't. I was gonna like, say, and then if you stand your ground because blow you know, their face off, and you're like, "Hey, I did this." Like, well, we told you not to. So, well, okay. So now, does this Texas. does this same understanding apply to, let's say, like uh, sexual assault? Like that person needed to get off way more than you did. So you just don't <laughs> way, resist way more than you had a right to to you know. I mean, it's the same. Uh, I mean, obviously, the sanctity of your own body, right? Which is which is crazy and absurd to even like. No, because that's but... like assault against a human being. And what I think they're saying oh, because... is that like property crime. You know, you're you're <clears throat> making it about inanimate objects again, just like the fucking airlines with the luggage, mm-hmm. or making okay, the just as an argument. Yeah, the people that are sexually assaulting do view people like objects. objects. Oof. Good point. That is a slippery slope. So if their viewpoint of you is an object and you don't let them have it. So is that like perspective orifice? There is no such thing as true. It's postmodernism. That's true. Mm -hmm. Like... Mm -hmm. uh, (laughs) (laughs) I'd be an awesome art, like 
I, sometimes I wish people would give me ridiculous things that I don't believe in to defend because it's super fun to do sometimes. Like, oh, yeah. how could I? God, I should be an attorney. Exactly. <laughs> ah. Yeah. Yeah. Then oh, it makes so much more sense. You know, and if and if my whole idea about like, um, about guided uh, attorneyism, mm -hmm. um, <laughs> it, you know, it's the equivalent of guided alpinism. Like, this, this my idea was like, okay, there's these there's people who pay a bunch of money to mm -hmm. you know who are completely unqualified to climb Mount Everest or some other 8,000 sure. meter peak or whatever, they can hire a guide to sort of in, you know, interpret the risk for them, manage it for them, tell them what to do, this, that, and the other thing. And I was just like, dude, I want to try a capital murder case. I want to try and def get this guy off. Um, <laughs> I have no lawyering skills. I would be completely incompetent in the courtroom, but if I could just hire a guide to kind of like whisper in my ear and tell me what to say and <laughs> yeah. what to do, um, it'd be the same fucking thing. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's just as fucking ridiculous as thinking that you you know the selfies the one guarantee be... about you know being guided on mount everest is if the guide look first if you run out of oxygen you die because you didn't bother acclimatizing because you were you know you told you were told it was going to be okay second if the guide abandons you you also die so um you know in the courtroom like i'm not going to you know you know me i'm not going to be the one dying it's the other it's the guy that i can't get off the oh, fucking right. capital murder charge and it would only be fun if there was no appeal like you <laughs> lost the case you fucked up they took him out back just put one in the back of the head Ooh. see cuz that's what happens on you know the in, the, in the mountains high. yeah i'm wondering how much you know, that I mean, would you actually you do get a little bit of time after you run system. out of oxygen where you feel really shitty and then you die so they could probably do that maybe they take him out back and like make him feel really shitty for a bit and then kill him. I give him a couple of years before they to think about it. Oh, wow. yeah. no, no, oh, no, yeah. no. Hours, hours. I know. But in re like when they execute somebody, it's like years away. Oh, no. Also, yeah. It's a really, they got to allow yeah. the appeal process to yeah. go. I, but, and, and then maybe like that, the, that doesn't work. It should be and like, like just gavel kill hits the, gro the ground yeah, or whatever. And they're out. like, here's your last meal. Yeah. We'll see you outside in 20. Yeah. Hope you like Taco Bell. Exactly. <laughs> here's the interesting. Crispy thing. bean. The, the Trump administration <laughs> did ramp up executions. Yeah. Which in the, is in the last like. In oh, the, really? La yeah. The last three months. They've like really gone for it. No shit. Yeah. What do you, what the fuck do you think motivates that? It's like, I'm taking my ball and going, like, I'm just going to wreck shit. So, somebody that gives you a bunch of money that's like, oh, hey, by the way, this person needs to, let's get this over. I don't know. Man, do you I, think it would be that? I don't. I'm cynical. I have no could, idea. I, I always assume it's I, like I, when I, something weird happens, it's like, oh, I'm doing you a favor because you did me a favor. And yeah, I, I could. I, I mean, could, it would make sense. I've watched a realm. lot of TV in the last three days too, so I, I'm you scratch my back. Oh well, yeah, there's probably some person. money. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Oh, you want them to die before they say that it was you that did it? Yeah, we'll take care of that. Yeah, I don't know. You line my pockets. I... Speaking of dying, and I know 2019 feels like 17 years ago, but at one point, about a year ago from maybe now, uh -huh. there was a line that was going up Everest, and people weren't quite making it. And there was a lot of hoopla about it. Yeah. And then I never heard another thing. Are those people still waiting there? Were they allowed <laughs> off? Because that was like, I feel like COVID happened like a month after that whole thing was taking place. And last I saw was just a giant picture of people. Fuck, I don't know if it was post or pre-monsoon. So post-monsoon would have been, you know, whatever, September, October time frame for climbing. 
and I don't remember exactly when the lines were, but I get a sense that it was more in the spring of 2019. Oh, that's fair. When, um, cause it's a, it's, uh, I mean, I don't even remember now if the success rate is higher in the spring or higher in the, in the, you know, pre months in or post months in, I can't totally remember, but it doesn't matter cause you're protected by a guide. So, um, so <laughs> weather, they, they, so they it, just hold up an umbrella. Yeah. You're good. <laughs> Right. Yeah. Generally, put a poncho um, on and a parka. And- we should just apply that that policy to everything. The same one of getting robbed, where you just yeah. have to turn tail. Like, oh, okay. If you're climbing a mountain and it's hard, you should just yeah. When you no should- one can help you, you just got to deal with it. Yeah. No more rescue missions. Oh shit. No, no more. You just did. You just you can't hurt anybody. You're not allowed to defend yourself. You just got to like get out of there the best you can. Just take it. I, don't, I feel you know, like we're coming to so that So what is point. this, defund park rangers? Is that what we're doing? <laughs> <laughs> defund search and rescue? But the funny thing is, like, you know, whenever there's a, re- a rescue somewhere, mm-hmm. right, and then people who are on the outside of it, they're looking in, they're like, those guys, that you know, that irresponsible risk taker put these rescue people in a situation where they also had to take a risk in order to save the initial risk taker who was not up to the task, you know, or got, had bad luck, got the short straw, whatever. And, but what most people don't recognize is like all of those mountain rescue motherfuckers are just dying to get it on. Yeah. Like they want jobs. They want you to fuck up. Right. Because then they get to fly helicopters and they get to go do cool shit and to help to contribute to like, and some of that is, you know, some of it it, for sure. There's the, the, you know, the super overweight SAR dude on his snowmobile. If he gets to rescue like a ski tour or or something like that or whatever, then he places himself above the skier in the hierarchy. And so there's, there is weird. He probably goes home, gets himself a nice Miller high life, pours it into a glass, congratulates himself. Frozen fucking glass, you know, that was in the freezer. Like for sure. There's, there's, there are people like that. He buys the expensive porn that night. (laughs) Exactly. He actually, he actually, buys it yeah you oh, mean? For sure. <laughs> i like this instead of and but but for the most part you don't get involved in that a you maybe you're you know there there is a genuine desire to to help to be available for others who sure. come up with the like the short straw um and 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 the you know my cynical attitude about some sargas is restricted to a pretty rare you know sort of percentage of the population but i have run into them in my life. Um, and, but most of the time you're just like, man, back when there were pagers, you're dying for the pager to go off. Cause there was some cool, th- is it, you know, is this a cool thing? You know, do we get to do we, use all our equipment that do, we bought? Exactly. We do we get stuff. to, do we get to use the stuff? Do we get to go bro down with our friends? I would like to extend <laughs> then, this analogy like, to the military. Let's do it. I was like, Oh, it's how, the same thing. Right. But like if you could get rid of all bad guys tomorrow, you just have to create another bad guy because well, people want to use their toys. What, what do? What's yeah. a bad guy? Whoever we define it as. A freedom fighter. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wait. <laughs> Somebody who hates democracy. Anti-freedom. An anti-masker. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a terrorist. <laughs> I wonder if that'll be classified as a terrorist. I'm sure we're not far off. Yeah, because you're... It's Domestic it's, terrorism. Yeah, man, you're just like waving it around, you know, getting it on others. Do we know how well COVID so, survives so to, in so twenty speak. degree temperatures? I think it does. Does it? Yeah, I'm not sure. I, I took the dogs for a walk today, and like everybody had a mask on, and my first thought was, "Your face is probably warmer than mine." 
And then my second thought was like, I don't know how necessary that is, but I don't. Wait, you, you, you were out of doors? I was, yeah, I was outside. Um, so you left your house? How dare you? It's a bold move, Cotton. <laughs> were you I, were you in a, in a like this type of circumstances where you could control the amount of distance between you and other people? I was fucking terrorist. <laughs> well, it got me Impossible. thinking that maybe like some like wool lined mask should be in the should be in the works for keeping your face warm for no other reason than just that. Well, it's business idea. You're you're pitching us on a new mm. idea. Yep. Yeah, a yeah. merino sure wool non-profit mask. Yeah. Let's no. Let's, let's not make it merino. Let's make it itchy. <laughs> <laughs> let's make it out of like old rag wool socks. It's a you know, like exactly. insulation. Like, it's <laughs> the pubic hair of prisoners that have just been executed. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. I yes, and we can get the the prisoners who are about to and be they don't, exactly you don't manscape and uh, uh, what is it death row. You're gonna need someone to knit that into yarn. Again, we we need to provide job. We're building jobs. Yeah, we're, building jobs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're making some nice verticals here, guys. I really yeah, like. We're really this. taking off with the economy. Yeah. Um, we're taking care of our um, underprivileged mm-hmm. by executing them. They no longer and are other underprivileged yeah. by giving them masks of the executed. Uh, of the, yeah. <laughs> Seems like a, a win-win scenario. Is this okay. like a you could call uh, me an anthropologist. Puts the lotion on its skin kind of situation. You know. By the way, nice play. Thank you. With the butter and the coffee <laughs> yesterday. That was that was a good one. Yeah. yeah. I watched that for a while yesterday. Oh, The butter stick down the girl's throat. Yeah. Uh, it's just like, is, is it melting? I started Googling like Dave Asprey. I'm like, I know there's a joke here, but I couldn't find it. <laughs> Yeah. So you didn't just go straight back to episode number thirteen with Stephen Kotler when he said it puts the puts the butter in the coffee. You've actually found a meme. (laughs) I think it was episode thirteen. No, no, he had to be a little bit later. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, had to be a little bit later. Anyway, did did I miss something with uh, butter? You're it's a it's a group text that you're not on. Unfortunately, I feel like I'm going to show it to you right now. So it's yeah, the meme is a of a. Berkey sent it to us, I guess. Yeah. I thought, it, for some reason, I thought it was on Instagram, and I thought you were on it. Yeah, so it's a girl deep-throating a stick of butter. Okay. And then continuing to swallow <laughs> it. And Berkey's, Berkey's tag, it was word that went with it, was keto. <laughs> <laughs> Which is awesome. You look, you look mildly disturbed. Well, I'm just trying to see. Impressed. Is I'm actually what I was impressed. going for. Yeah. yeah, no, no, I'm not even mad. I'm impressed. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Natural selection at its best. Yeah, survival of the species. The, the she seems nice and she seems capable. I fucking lost it. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! I bet her parents you know? are very proud of that. Yeah, I think so. It's a crowning achievement. Ugh. Don't use the term crowning. That's a totally <laughs> different. <laughs> That's an exit, not an entry, and it's, it's, a, a, different it's a different mechanism. Mechanism of yeah, relaxation. You're, st- I mean, it's, yeah, there'll be no crowning <laughs> if she keeps that up. Exactly. <laughs> it'll, it'll just it'll just be a sort of a free fire zone. Oh, wow. Whenever uh, see a good candidate for a diaper. That's what I'm saying. Thinking. Oh, uh, so did you pee yourself? Oh, I didn't. <laughs> and yeah, no, and it wasn't. It was super weird. Because finally, when I realized that it was just 
like a way to purge sometimes when you're like, Oh, um, I was like, Oh shit. I'm actually really nervous about getting older. It's like, I'm, I'm pretty terrified of it. Yeah. I was like, I, I just don't, I don't know how to handle it. I don't know how to go about it. I well, never paid we it. can ask. Oh, let me just say this. <laughs> it ain't no joke. <laughs> <laughs> but let's make, let's make jokes about it. Cause I, cause no, I'm dead serious. Okay. Like, like there's some really weird aspects that go along with it. And some of oh, them, yeah. you know, they're not talked about very much. People just bitch about it later. But you're like, what's the the biggest fear is probably just being unable to take care of yourself. That's why the whole like piece yeah. yourself thing becomes, you know. Um, but what else is there? What else are we missing, Mark? <laughs> Us youngsters that are unaware of the. Well, let me just say, enjoy your capability now. I, I was just saying, I know, like, like that's even, going away. <laughs> even seeing my dad, and I mean, he works out a ton, so I feel like he's ahead of this a little bit, but. Like how gingerly he walks around occasionally. I'm like, man, I don't want to be yeah. like the dude that like, oh, I got to like stand up and like get my balance. And yeah. then like, hopefully they put, like. They, they just put that whole slip and fall thing in your head so that you buy the, you know, the, the bathroom products. The emergency button. The emergency button. The 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 bathtub that has like a side door. To it, oh, yeah. oh, with like, like a handle on the next to the yeah. toilet, and all that sexy. Stuff. Yeah, like I know those those tubs. They they look like they'd leak and cause a problem. But anyway, um, not much it, different than the people that use them. Yeah, exactly. Ooh. Snap. Um, <laughs> so yeah, if you get hurt, things, do, you know, um, it's slow. It's slower to come back from. Let's say, and so sure. that's, that may be yep. why. Um, you know, Patrick is like a bit more careful yeah, about certain yep. things where he might take more risk in the past. Yep. Um, no, the the main thing is just like you will that that. Uh, and I was having a conversation that this came up today, and I'm like, are you excited? Because I know you're going ice climbing in a few days or next week or whatever. Oh, right. Are you excited about it? I'm like, kind of, but yeah. I'm also not who I was and not as capable as I was. So I'm gonna have some serious. Um, dissonance yeah between the memory of being able of being this capable and then the reality of like yeah i need adult sticks i.e ski poles to you know walk to the (laughs) base of the climb (laughs) (laughs) that's a trevor actually dropped that on me the other night i'm like adult sticks that Ah. is fucking exactly (laughs) what that shit is like and and so, so the thing that that I notice mostly is the looking back at having been, and then reconciling that with being present and you know being and what and and the difference between those things. I think there's a big difference though, um, because you've been really good at something, and I haven't, Michael. I've been good at a lot of things. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> but I like I, I I can see that being, and that's I mean maybe that is a saving grace. It's like sometimes I think about it like oh man it'd be really cool, but then I go, no I don't want to get really good at something because then I would one day have to not be good at that. Not thing. be good at that thing, or then I would have to miss it. Then I would have to be like I would have to call my friends and say, hey, could you manage the risk for me? Because I would like to have the experience, <laughs> yeah, yeah. but without all the shit that would allow me to actually have the whole experience. Hence, you know, maybe a little guiding reference there. Yeah. But then I also have good friends who are just like, oh, fuck yeah. 
dude, you want to go out and try and do that thing again? I, Scott seems to fucking love it. Oh yeah, right. Like he's and he's still, still all over the place. Um, it, the last text message I got from him, we were joking about age and and ageism and shit. And he goes, "I can comfortably say I'm in my mid sixties." I was like, "Yeah, you can." Shit. Holy shit! And he is still, th- you know, throwing down. Yeah, hard. Well, and I can't it's imagine impressive. any of those guys being at all salty about whatever it is you're bringing to the table. Because I mean, if they're oh, truly your friends, uh, yeah. they're just going to be happy that you're doing this thing again. Yeah, you know, I, or spending time with or them, just doing hanging what out. We all used to do together, or love, or mm-hmm. being in that situation of like, yeah, I mean. I'm happy to just walk to the thing and not do it. Maybe. I don't know. It's, I forgot how scary it was. Do you think Lee Phillips is incontinent? <laughs> Cause that motherfucker's old. Like he looks great, but he's old. Yeah. Was he 40, 40, 44, 45? Yeah. So he's, he's never going to be as old as me. <laughs> it's true. I, I, I mean, I'm not saying that, you know, yeah, he just can't catch up. That's one thing. Did, I mean, you, you got the joint stuff. Like, you got the knee aches and the back yeah. stuff. Like, I think the back stuff tends to go away um, because you quit doing really dumb <laughs> you, shit. You stop using it? Yeah. Yeah. Or you quit no, but like, loading but it. But the orthopedic yeah. issues, yeah. like right now, where, you know, um, no joint space in the ankle, also yeah. no cartilage. So, you know, when I walk, it fucking grinds. Yep. And so when I've been out hiking the last couple of days, it's like, I wonder how bad it would be to have this fused. Right, yeah, you're like, you're like, like it's starting to this, sound better and better. It, it's yeah, because yeah. it's just oh yeah, I wake up at her like it keeps sometimes it keeps me awake, Ugh. you know, depending on like if I can get the ankle at sort of a like it hanging off the end of the mattress, so it's more at a ninety degree as opposed to to you know hyperextended. Yeah, let's say yeah, it's a different thing. I. So there's, so there's, you, you got that to look forward to. <laughs> I mean, I, I felt like I've been fairly careful. Like I haven't done too much dumb shit. I mean, aside from like your reconstructed elbow. Yeah. I think yeah, that's, I mean, that you move right. really well. I think that's ahead of the game right there. But there's still yeah. like, I haven't had problems with my knees because I think I've taken care of them right. pretty well. Uh, maybe. I mean, I, who knows when that manifests. Um, I think. Pretty much joint-wise, my shoulder's a little bit suspect. Like, both uh, shoulders are going to be suspect for quite a while. I guess what the real... uh, All that is known. Like, you're going to be super fucked up, and especially because you just used it and abused it a little bit. Um, And no one knows what the right degree is, right? Like, cage fighting is going to be a little bit harsher, but the experience is colorful, right? Like, it it, it goes towards something... climbing and like big things of ice dropping on your femur that sucks but the whole experience basically set the rest of your life up to be a certain way yes so you're like oh "Oh, no regret right you know i'm not looking back and go man i wish i'd you know been smarter about xyz as well as lmnop what what do you think the other shit that i wasn't that smart you know or whatever just thinking like you can okay i'm gonna get away with it i'll pay later or i'll be dead and i won't have to pay or whatever you know it's kind of like canceling student debt and shit like that yeah it's like yeah mass it up because sometime a politician is going to come along and wipe it clean for you maybe it's too hard to quantify but i mean would you rather be like 60 and in pain from like a well-lived life 
than 60 not in pain because you still have the same recliner you sit in eight hours a day or whatever. I think you don't realize what pain is because you've always been in it. Yeah. Because the pain isn't in your body, it's in your existence. And, right. And, you know. and there's the cycle. And the thing <laughs> is, it's, it's, and it's not necessarily, yeah, there's the physical part of it. But what is more painful is um, embracing the, you know, waning capability. Right. Right. That's the thing. It's like, oh, I, you, and it's not like, yeah, I, if the coach had put me in, we would have won state. It's not that. <laughs> yeah. It's <laughs> which is it, true, but keep going. <laughs> Dude, if they had uh, yeah. put me in, coach. But yeah. <laughs> Throw a ball over them there, mountains. <laughs> You're with me on that. I got anyway. you. <laughs> yeah, sports ball. Hmm. <laughs> anyway, uh, but but the but the the, the, the having done and the not being, you know, and it's just like, oh, well, you're, well, I'm a d- different person with different ideas, uh, you know, about what is interesting to me or different interests. And then if I go, okay, I'm going to go put myself voluntarily, which seems like the stupidest thing in the world for one's mental health, to I'm going to put myself back in the situation where I used to be really fucking good. Yeah. But without the um, ability to be really fucking good anymore. Right. Like what, and then we'll, and and then the litmus test there is like, did I truly love doing it? And the answer is probably going to be no. Well, so when he said, but because I no, I loved being fucking good at you, it. You love doing it the way you could do it at yes. that time. But but in and of itself, but it isn't as good as you can at the time that you're giving. Because if you back up to the time that sure. you were as good as your prime, right? You were doing the best that you could with the tools that you given and that your skill yes and you still enjoyed it even yeah. though the level was much less than what you could even imagine yourself doing so now it's the same thing it's just a different level than what you can imagine yourself doing what's way more interesting now that was less interesting to me back then is that i'm gonna go see my friends right now yeah and back then it was just like i need to go throw down yeah right i could see oh, that. that's and, interesting like and yeah you like, are they'd you're, be you're there a, cool but at the same time it was you are a climbing except for you know there was some few two <laughs> um not too few but actually two or maybe three climbing partnerships that um where that mattered there were others that were just like yeah dude you're on the other end of the rope you're convenient right oh, right Con- um conceivably in terms of your capability physically you're you're probably you're still somewhere on that timeline right so wherever because where you are now like you had to have surpassed that at some point yes you're not less than when you first started certainly i can't imagine i I, mean and with the knowledge you have there's no way who knows (laughs) i'm i'm going i'm 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 will you know whatever i'm gonna roll the i'm gonna go ahead and roll the fucking dice and that would be hilarious super hard that would be super hard to swallow but i mean to to be that incompetent again yeah that would be hard and (laughs) i would fully just i'll just keep one in the chamber yeah you might as if well I, that. if it's that bad and <laughs> yeah. I, I i can i can somewhat relate you guys just strip me naked leave me here the wolf you know <laughs> the cold will take care of the rest yeah It'll or preserve my body yeah or i'll get eaten and that'll be cool that would be, cool. be a part nice of it, not to like turn it into a self-help for mark twight but i mean it's also <laughs> it, the you know comparisons the thief of joy right 
So if every time you go to climb, oh, would you read that on Instagram or some shit? It was on my Lululemon bag. Okay, is that where I saw it? <laughs> I thought it was on my Snapple cap, but <laughs> but I mean, like every move you make while you're climbing, you go, "Oh, this was easier 20 years ago." You're not going to oh, have a good time. No, that would. And yeah. I know you know that, but at the same time, I'm sure it's going to creep into your mind every once in a while. Like, God damn, I. I but it could become a totally positive experience. I, uh, no, I'm that's sure, what I mean. I, I well, think it actually. I think on it, honestly, to go because I was you know same conversation today. Like, where, this place that you're going, do you go do you know what's it like? And I'm like, well, um, Kurt and Todd Cousins and I climbed the first frozen waterfall in that canyon in 1983. Nice. It was a year before I was born. And now there's, I don't know, almost. I mean, I think Aaron Mulkey has done 15 new routes this year. Um, there's got to be like between 300 and 400 frozen waterfalls that have been climbed in that area now. I, I'm guessing, um, you know, from the short to the long to the you know, yeah. obscure to some that are have ice and some that you just climb with ice tools. Right. Um, but like, man, that'll be super interesting to go back hmm. to that zone and like not that I want to relive my, you know, being fucking 22. Sure. <laughs> I believe Bruce Springsteen <laughs> called him glory days. Yeah, but it, so I was too young boss. for the glory. It was small mm. G. And then, yeah, the, the real fucking glory, all caps, came later. That with the hole? Yeah. The yeah, glory hole days. Exactly. <laughs> Which apparently is, is another just, recommended CDC-approved yeah, course of sexual interaction. Is there a song about that? Glory it's hole days? Glory hole days. Somebody else, the Greenskeepers, maybe, after the... <laughs> did something. <laughs> I'm not sure. It's a Weird Al Yankovic. Uh, yeah. Okay. It's a spinoff. Yeah. yeah I that'd, think so. That'd be good. It's a good cover. Yeah, it's, it's like going through my head now with like the Bruce Springsteen, but with yeah. glory holes instead of glory days. Mm -hmm. Oh man, the hefe. <laughs> yeah, and I'm thinking, yeah, I'm thinking Weird Al and like the little dairy, the 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 creamer thing, and the <laughs> smells like Teen Spirit cover. I fucking oh, love that. Oh, I thought it. that was wow. weird. so good. Hey. Only, only could like in only in this country would that make sense to have like a joke album that was just as successful as the original album. oh no shit like a parody album it's the whole thing was a joke and it really wasn't that funny but everybody bought it i, I got to share I, bought it. I thought it was hilarious yeah i got to share the other day um the revolting cox did a cover of rod stewart's do you think i'm sexy oh did they really it is Staggeringly good. Nice. I encourage anybody listening to you know <laughs> hit up the tubes um, to to find yeah the YouTube's not what they call the TV in the eighties. I you know whatever it's, it's available everywhere. wherever you can find it wherever you wherever you can find a Revco cover you should listen. That's good. <laughs> I haven't heard that. I don't think. Yeah, it's um the, the baseline is fucking savage. <laughs> how you know it's good it's a good tune yeah exactly oh man um i forgot what i was gonna say but i had some, i had a segue that was clever and now i lost it oh, you I lost it you were gonna happens. you were gonna talk about the the seminal revco album beers steers and queers <laughs> <laughs> wow. no i think i was gonna go off on some tangent about the patriarch <laughs> again Oh man, it's really, yeah, really, so, it's, really eating you up right now yeah. isn't it? yeah man i'm trying to avoid plants at all costs because of it <laughs> I totally get it. Well, you know where you need to really stay away from is coconuts. 
fuck. God damn it, Sam! The other day, oh Jesus Christ! It was so. It was like it rolled off his tongue. Like it was. A, he got we're eating Indian food, and he was like got the coconut korma or whatever. Yeah. And he's like, I really like it. Tastes really good. Although, you know, it has coconut in it. And we're like, oh, you don't like coconut? He's like, I like coconut, but just the idea of it, I don't because vegans really like coconut. And I'm like, you hate a food group because other people love the food group and you don't like those people? And he's like, yeah, kind of. That sounds, like, like, that sounds like Sam. It's pretty <laughs> valid, actually. <laughs> it's semi-convoluted, and yet yeah. it arrives at a nice place. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And yet we agree with the end, the, exactly. the conclusion. <laughs> Is it the funny. ends justify the means? Yeah. yeah. The memes. The, the memes. memes. The memes. His equation was terrible, but yeah. it's but, actually... You know, there's something profound about his have way of his thinking work sometimes. That. Yeah, yeah don't, like, show don't, show don't show your work, Sam. Just <laughs> like I mean, those I, shoes that look like feet. I'm not knocking no, him I'm, for it. It's going to sound like I am, but I'm not. But we know Sam well, so hopefully this makes sense. It's kind of like a juvenile way of looking at things. Like I remember yeah. when I was a kid, I was like, oh, I'm not going to eat spaghetti because my brother likes spaghetti. Yeah. It had nothing to do with spaghetti other than like... For sure. He loved it. My parents talked about him loving it all the time. So I'm like, yeah, fuck it. I don't like spaghetti. Give me something different. Yeah. Yeah. There's so many things that I didn't get into as a kid because that particular stigma around it or because at least my of perception some irrational well, relationship yeah. uh, between it and others. Uh, yeah, here's I, the really <laughs> fucked up part about what you just said. Ninety percent of our living experience is just preference. Yeah, sure. Like it's not like it's it's subjective by all means. There's very little that we're involved with on a day to day basis that's objective. Yeah. Like our reality, we think that it is. We think that our perception is like this, that, like, oh, I'm just looking at reality. Just like it's a reality coming in through my, my fucking face holes. And then I'm interpreting all those. And that's how the world actually is. And it's like 90% of it is how you preference something is how you see the world. Like that is such a weird fucking aspect. Uh, I mean, we talked about a little bit with the language thing last time. It's like, oh, your favorite food has to deal with what language you're speaking in. Therefore, it's yeah. not your favorite. It's just what you associate. And we talked to uh, our friend Kenton last night who speaks a bunch of fucking languages. And we were, I was asking him about this phenomenon. And he actually said, but wait, yeah, didn't he, he, like, he was an investor in a Mexican restaurant in Hungary. Yeah, it gets even weirder. Okay. So he, Which I think is amazing. Well, he said, he's like, I learned, he learned uh, Hungarian when he was 19. And I was like, imagine what a 19-year-old sees the world as. Like, they're hungry, full of piss and testosterone. Yeah. And so their language that they, the words that they want to express themselves with are reflective of a 19-year-old personality. But a, a, a baby doesn't really have that. Preference, choice, right? yeah. like yeah. They, they just like whatever. Well, they, I guess they well, no, do, but they have right? the, they have their own unique desires and needs, right? And so their language will be, I guess, they're just more general because they're based off of like food, sleep, and right. you know, company or something. But when you can start to envision the world, you build, and then you're learning a language in that world. So he made the comment that the language that he spoke and learned to speak in, when he was 19, he also became an entrepreneur in. And therefore, it really like so he has friends that will only speak to him in Hungarian because they don't like his English personality. They only like his Hungarian personality because yeah. he's like ruthless. He's a business forward person. He's like, you know, he's like very matter of fact, but they think he's weak in English. <laughs> 
I mean, kind of like I'm too sensitive in French, as Keegan <laughs> noted in that episode. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know this man. This is super weird. <laughs> well, so then, like, uh, what what happens? Oh, said so let's take your one language that most people speak their dominant language. Yeah, at least. Like the words that you're learning to use also shape what you know about the world. Like your your preferential experience, how I see things, is based off all the words that I'm starting to incorporate. Which made this sounds really stupid, but I wrote an article yesterday on thankfulness and gratitude. It'll probably never see the light of day. I certainly hope not. That would that is not consistent with the brand. I was but, hoping it does. <laughs> But it kind of does. No, no, I'm just... Because <laughs> you know, I probably won't post it because it was just working through some problems with words that I have. Like certain words make me cringe. And like, why do they make me cringe? Well, I associate them with certain uh, parts of society. Mm. Like when you say the word grateful, you think of some like new age fucking guru selling wheatgrass or whatever the fuck. And I think dead. <laughs> nice and the jer bears i think of <laughs> vomiting like yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly so, so there's like these like i don't know but it's true i mean it's just like the reference that i made about the shoes that look like feet yeah like, i don't necessarily have anything against that it's just the proselytizers thereof right in a way and like and if you say if you say grateful or you say yeah. gratitude or you say journaling yeah like all of that shit you i just immediately... like pins and needles right oh, yeah but in real when i think about the word it actually reflects much of my experience yeah um about like people that i'm around and the people that i actually appreciate and that i get to be around you just didn't you just wish it hadn't been hijacked by douchebags sure and how do you take like so? Am I? Oh, gonna, that's me projecting. Am I'm I, sorry. <laughs> but am I going to limit my vocabulary now and change how I see the world, which will then change my personality because somebody I don't like uses a word that I actually do appreciate? It's like that can't be it because then you're not controlling your environment. So and actually, I'm shaping my psychological worldview based on words that I use. If I never use words like thankfulness and gratefulness mm-hmm. and all of these like positive coconut epithet, yeah. <laughs> if I if I refuse to use that, how does my psychology change because I refuse to use words? Yeah. The same thing could be true of like, you know, I've made kind of an effort doesn't sound like it sometimes to minimize um what I would regard as curse words or something. Just to like see what happens to how I view the world. But really, in a, in a practice, so that I, I'm actually thinking more about my language, okay, right? Like, so if I if everything is all fucking this and fucking that, and this is fucking awesome, there it doesn't mean anything, yeah, because the the word is just overused. So in order to control it, then how do I? What what it, what it's made me do is actually just listen to people who don't control it. And go, oh, they're not think like they're not in control of their language. It's just like a a weird thing. It changes your whole perspective on somebody. It was interesting because I never paid attention to it that much until we sat, and then and the idea is like, hey, you know, while we're here in this space because mm-hmm. we're trying to control the the setting, well, and also the set, right? Mm-hmm. Um, sorry, I, I thumbed through that book that you had up there. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, um, I noticed how much like myself I throw these words around and then how much other people and and I was like oh man that that rings with a little bit different tune now now that I'm paying attention to it but if you but have you ever examined why you use the word yeah in in personally I, I think a lot of times it'll be one of two things one it'll be 
it will be for emphasis and from like a grammatically yeah. structural like I really need to drive the point here. And then other times it's it's laziness slash for for some other like to get a rise or that sort of thing. It's rare. It's rarely vulgar, which is why most people yeah. look at it as a curse word. I think of it more as emphasis or you know something that highlights the topic that I'm talking about. In fact, it's. I I view it when I do use it is more reverent than it is, you know, not what we call profane. Like I don't view it as profane because if I say, "Oh, that is fucking awesome," I'm actually celebrating the thing, and yeah. isn't celebration reverence? Almost always, mm-hmm. uh, I'm not saying, "Oh, I was fucking," <laughs> I, which would be profanity, which would be the. Uh, like, I think that's the ultimate reverence but okay. it could be uh, like right well it depends on how you view something but if i view something as, as an object it, <laughs> <laughs> then for then the taking that's actually a good point <laughs> yeah. because if i there's not a lot of people that view sexuality as something that's sacred they actually view yeah. it as something profane which makes all the distinction that you need about your worldview oh yeah i mean but and but mm. when it is sacred and and I mean, when it can, when you arrive at the point where it is, where it can be that, the nature of it changes drastically. Yeah, and and it changes the the uh, the, the relationship with the with the other individual and how you view this person. Um, Josh, you, you use the word lazy mm-hmm. to describe ones, and I think that's and and I. To me, generally, I don't think of that, you know, being profane or, you know, or, or any of that stuff. But it, but I do see it as an intellectual laziness. It in, can, in, it in myself can be for, for sure. Of, yeah. it came up in one of the multimedia shows that I used to give, and you know, and it, and it be, and, and part of the narration for this particular thing, I, um, I had recorded, so it got like stuck in my head on this tape, about like, yeah, and then I put all my shit in my pack. Which doesn't mean that I put a bunch of feces in my pack. It's right. just could. that I'm too. It could. I mean, it could. Although, why I would carry my feces? Well, if you're I mean, on a was, glacier, and if you're on Everest, you don't want to. Everest, you, you know, can't leave, leave it a mess. Oh, oh no, no, no. That's not. That's not what that's about. Oh no, no. You shit everywhere. You leave your oxygen bottles everywhere. Oh, you piss everywhere. Right. We are American. Yeah. Well, no. Is, that's pretty international. Oh, Everest is American. Just, I don't give a shit what you say. Yeah. No, just, yeah. <laughs> feels American. It's in America. I think it. I don't even know. It must be named after. I mean, we could say Chuma Longma, goddess of the wind. You know, like hmm. let's let's just say that she is. If a mountain has a gender, for some fucking reason, like why is it a goddess? Why can't it be a god? Because that and supports it, the patriarchy. That's for the mountain to decide, Mark. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And 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 if if any gender is more capable of slaughtering, of enticing men to their doom. <laughs> Fucking, she's a wow. she's she's a she for sure. <laughs> How what is the um what, what what's the gender connotation in in French for mountain? La montagne, it's female. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Interesting. And, Our, but, but most land things would be because we refer to the earth as female. As 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 the <laughs> what provided fu- us with life. Yeah, right. <laughs> Interesting, but but, but that the, but that idea of like using words is like I'm I'm just going to use this word mm-hmm. and it's going to and other people are just going to have to fill in that my pack is actually full of like Stuff. food and you know maybe warm clothing or maybe technical you know or whatever then that's what I call shit 
because right. sundries <laughs> sundries yeah i filled my pack with sundries man now i feel like i'm at the fucking war store or something <laughs> <laughs> gonna go up and get a soda afterwards so you're saying that's From lazy the, saying I, well no that's that was how i identified it in myself because i could actually go through and describe all of the things right. you know whatever there, there is a, a mechanism I, I do have the facility with language to describe with some detail and accuracy exactly what right. i'm doing I, I or was just saying but but then i just if, go down and say nah it was just shit man but could efficiency be replacing lazy based on like whatever else you had to talk about Possibly. Given the context of the conversation. It could, but if you're highly efficient, it means it wouldn't cost you much energy to actually use more descriptive words. But I'm saying saying shit makes it efficient. It doesn't make you efficient. Ooh, but it doesn't make it doesn't make the it doesn't the task make, like, of if, storytelling of communication. Right. But yeah. if explaining what's in the pack doesn't add to the story. Ooh. Yeah, because well, we don't care what you had. We right. care what you did. Where if you were and saying, the story like, is about doing This is not, what I brought. This is how I survived. This is what I had shit yeah. in my pack. It's like, okay, that's unhelpful. But, but if you These just, books right here are probably a really good example of the opposite of that, where there is nothing skipped because the detail is character development based off of what yes. somebody carries on them. Right. Mm. Like it, there's a style to which you carry your, you know, I'm talking about Jack Carr's books. There, there's like there's no detail that's left out and it's all really enthralling and it's all super informative yeah. of particular characters right. so in the, if in the you book, sure. yeah so if you were to replace shit with stuff or things you know still most, lazy. most people still would, lazy yeah most people would say oh you're just being lazy if if jack Carr was you know describing this this person it wouldn't be the same kid, he's like yeah he had a bunch of stuff on as he walked out to go do, do this the thing. thing yeah that's not great writing or storytelling. It's true, and you have no, you have no, it's no foreshadowing. Better idea about the individual who's got the stuff for the thing, <laughs> which yeah. for the book is very important for a conversation may or may not be depending yes, on potentially depending yeah. on the context yeah. of the said. Going, yeah. the, the, you were talking about how how our vocabulary really colors our perspective. And our perception also colors our experience. And, and to take that into like a real world example, because you were saying that the way that you would use or not use words because of their connotations and associations, mm -hmm. you know, started to color. You can take that a step further. I didn't get into wrestling as soon as I could have, because mm -hmm. when I first was introduced to it, I had like associations like the guys that I knew they were doing, I was like, oh, these guys are kind of nerdy and I don't really yep. want to do, you know, elbow drops, and which is, I don't know why. I was like, ah, oh, that's, I knew it was Macho fake Macho man, time. I don't want to be that guy. Well, yeah. I, I knew it was fake and I was like, I'm not going to do a bunch of hokey fake wrestling. Like, I want to be a real. You want to do ball sports ball. I wanted to be a real athlete, you know. I wanted to be a professional athlete and I was You're like. saying that wrestling is not a professional athlete? They are professional athletes, but it is not an athletic competition. I'm just preparing. You're going back to the South. Those are fighting words. Oh, yeah. No, I know. It's still real to, to quite a few of my Wait, friends. Wait, is Virginia considered the South? Oh, yeah. For it, sure. It is the capital the of the Confederacy, sir. Richmond, Virginia. How dare you? How dare you? I don't know why people get like up in arms about 
something where the south is yeah yeah how dear have you ever been to the south i i lived there for quite some time we recently had to (laughs) i am living there i am i am there yeah um fun fact speaking of perspective uh, (laughs) what's this the um statue situation (laughs) yeah there was some some half them (laughs) Uh, there's a lot of people that were up in arms about that um you know i haven't been down to that part of town to see Okay. Whether or not what they are still down. there or not, what's that? What got torn down? And yeah, what? what 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 hasn't? I know there was there was uh, talk, and I would have been all for it. Taking down, they wanted to take obviously all the Confederate soldier statues. Yeah, the chief of which was the Robert E. Lee statue. Why? And and I think they may have pulled him down, but they left the horse. And then there there was like some petition going around where they wanted like. Uh, what is it? I mean, Odor- that horse odorous, was... odorous Arungus from um, from Guar oh. to be put on there, which have been fucking that amazing. Been awesome. Okay, <laughs> I would be. I would have hundred percent because it's like, why not? You might as well. Is it the Baphomet statue in Virginia? No, I think that's further south. To really, oh, it might be in Alabama. It's deep yeah, it's south, like Mississippi yeah. or something. Okay, to really stick it to him. Fuck um, she's totally yeah, over the podcast. She's she is. It. Yeah, she's not. No, they they did <laughs> they did recently change the name of the the schools that I actually went to as a young lad. So I went to get this Stonewall Jackson Middle School. We were the rebels. Of course you were. Please tell me that you're Wait not allowed it. to be called the rebels anymore. Wait for it. Just, I'm we're getting there. Patience. And then I went to Lee hyphen Davis High School. For oh, Robert E. Lee and, and Jefferson, Jefferson Davis, Davis for yeah. those keeping score. Yeah. And our mascot, our name, we were the Hillbillies. Confederates. <laughs> we were the Lee Davis Confederates. That's pretty The good. school was started. D- <laughs> you might as well just fucking burn yourself right now. Uh, yeah. For partaking. Uh, I was a terrible human being. In institutional racism. I know. <laughs> what are you going to do with your Confederate flag tattoo? Oh, man. I, I cut it off. <laughs> Good, burned good it in call. fire. Yeah. <laughs> I had to. Um, makes my ass cheek a little sore, a little, but you know, a little skin shaving. Yeah, I was wondering why you're sitting sideways. Oh my yeah. god, can you imagine a low back Confederate tattoo? Oh, that's a bold move. That's <laughs> a tramp stamp. <laughs> you mean you mean the gold of mine? The Southern. <laughs> <laughs> so they the just that's called a gold mine. Tattoo. They just they just finally in 2020. They they have changed it now, and they are okay. no longer. That is no longer the name of the school. No longer I'm, the mascot. Oh, they just guessing. changed it like that. Well, I mean, they, yeah. They, well, there's been there's been rumblings for a few years now, and it finally they finally voted on it, and and we're done with this, and now they're changing it, and um, I don't know if they have actually officially come up with the names. It's kind of like the uh, the Washington football team. Yeah, Redskins. Redskins. You can't say that. The, the uh, I actually burners? read you yesterday. You better bleep that out right now. The, I think the Indians are getting changed. I was just going to say the Cleveland Indians are changing the Next name. up are, are the really? Chiefs. Yeah. Um, well, what about the Browns? <laughs> the Cleveland Browns. I don't know what it's in reference to, but it's it doesn't right, but sound for good sure it's racist. It's super racist. <laughs> I, was saying, I, think the, I think the Braves are on the list. Braves got to get the chop. The Braves uh, are on the list? See what, oh, I think so, yeah. They've been bitching about the Braves for oh, a while. Yeah. That makes sense. They had to stop doing their... Tomahawk. It's the chop. Chop. Mm-hmm. A couple years back. Yeah, what does... I got to look up what the Browns stands for. I used to know. I mean... Is it an acronym? At what point... So, it, what's the arbitrary date that we decided 
that appropriation is cultural appropriation is a thing. Like, it, well, do, so do we? So do we have to get rid oh, of Vikings? No well, what, no. What I'm saying is like, um, so we're not allowed to wear sombreros, but like, how how far back would you have to go? Like, where the Mexican influence got the sombrero? Mm. Right. It wasn't from indigenous people. It was actually from the Spanish. Mm-hmm. So, like, at what point did are Mexicans guilty of it because oh. they appropriated it from the Spanish? Oh, Just like yeah. the the question of like, it's you know, Brazilians are the most appropriating of jujitsu. It's a Japanese fucking skill and mm-hmm. sport, and that's where it. No, came I'm pretty from. sure Italians with pasta because aren't uh, noodles Chinese or Japanese? Noodles? They, I think they uh, probably, in... Most things are Chinese first. Okay, I think. It really depends. I believe I mean, they originated in one of those countries. Probably, but you get yeah, the point, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, totally. Potatoes were actually from South America. They weren't Irish. Yeah. Tomatoes were Mexican. They're not Italian. Therefore, like, at what point does appropriation start? What's the arbitrary? It. It's it, 1750. All of it. I don't think it's a time. I think it's like an event. So like whatever people remember as the crowning event for that or something. What it does, here's which the, isn't accurate what but. it is not taking into account is like it's been for all time yeah all people have taken things oh, from 100%. other cultures and that is like that that's a third of our genetic history is basically cultural appropriation like our language that we got like our number system that we're using for time and the fucking calendar all of that shit was appropriated we need to just go back and stop appropriating well the i think Sumerians. the problem is we well, that's use, that's a pro- that's exactly know, we because, use cultural appropriation like a negative instead of just saying like it's, it's an what appreciation of where things done. came yeah. from right you're wow, like oh this, like, this way of keeping track of time is way more efficient than that like, shit oh, we were doing carrying the rocks around in our pockets this other I thing i really is, like awesome. what we you're should, doing i want to do it here because yeah. it's better than the way we're doing it or we could go hey guys you know how we appropriated the you know babylonian base 60 number system and that's why our hour our hours per day are counted in 24 let's get rid of that system because it has to be adjusted every fucking year based on atomic time because we took another appropriated system and tried to match it and it's like at some point <laughs> we could come up with a, a collective way to do something better or we could just be like isn't that awesome that the babylonians came up with the system that we still fucking use today right that's what about the poor motherfucker that's born on February 28th, though? Leap, the leap year? He gets his 29th. 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 Or is it the 20th? Whichever yeah. one it is, yeah. like where 29th. you get a birthday once yeah, every one four every years. Four yeah, the 29th. Man, what a drag. They don't age. Yeah, but they don't age. Yeah, they age at, at a quarter of the rate as everyone else. they wrote a fucking kick-ass musical well, that's about kind of, so I'd every, be fucking nine years old if my mom could have waited two more days. Oh, is that how close you were? Yeah, February 27th. And I was a C-section, so she had options. Man. Oh man, I mean, she had options nine months before that too. Oh, she Whoa. she had nine months of options. <laughs> oh shit! Yikes. Okay, not touching that one. Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. Yeah. Um, I think it's only two months. Thankfully, but, she'll never know, hear this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you never she's, know. She's here with us now, arguably. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you? Uh, Fuck, I lost it. Sorry. <laughs> no, it's okay. That was too good. I was, it was a good one. It was, it was too good for a podcast. Yeah, so isn't appropriation, that. at least maybe not for like why people do it for TikTok or Instagram, but it's that it is or it used to be a reverence of sorts, right? For like, I think so. 
Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I mean, when I was dressing up like a fucking ninja, it wasn't because I thought Japanese people were stupid. Yeah, you weren't like, I'm going to make fun of these people like, by uh, running around stupid town. Stupid like, Asian. It was wanna... like, well, literally, like, I everything put this I put on, on, they can't see me. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I dig about I, this shit. But I, th- I, I can, think... I, I go out at night. Yeah, right? I think there can be a nuance, <clears throat> which... You know, is kind of a dirty word these days, but I think that there can there the, the distinction needs to be. I made. love a little chocolate nuance. Yeah. Wait, am I saying that wrong? Nougat, nougat, nougat. That's no, it. You're That's way right. off. Nougat, you're nougat. <laughs> where where you you could you could take that and use it, whatever that that cultural aspect and and be irreverent with it, and then it is a negative thing versus so i think i think there is some context that has to be applied where it's like okay there's obviously african-american culture that people very much enjoy and use uh, painting your bl- face black and and you know doing that as a costume probably not so much there's there's those are different things but there's also it's almost self-evident you would right? uh, like it's like if you do blackface, it's culturally what a dickhead thing to do, especially with the like given connotations that are around it. Although I do have to say Robert but, Downey Jr. did a really good job. Yeah. And I, so there, there's exceptions to yeah. that rule that has exceptions mm-hmm. to it, in which case you're like, did that? Well, who's the little kid that like wanted to dress up like his hero, James LeBron? So he did blackface, but it was like it's the most genuine admiration. LeBron, James LeBron. James LeBron. That's oh, okay. I, don't know. I was just going to let it go. I was just going to let it go. I was just like, I like that. Oh, that's so good. <laughs> it's it's sports ball. Sorry, yeah. to step, sorry to step on your toes there, Mark. That's your job. <laughs> no, I was definitely not going to jump on that one. I'm just like, that is so good. That is so good. <laughs> just disconnected from real sports. Formerly so, of the so town that really... also has the Browns. <laughs> Just for the record, the Browns were named after, I'm looking it up right now. Thank you. uh, They were originally called the Brown Bombers after the nickname of the revered boxer of the era, Joe Lewis. Wow. And then the name was later shortened to the Browns because we're American and we're lazy. Boxing and football are kind of the same. So it is racist. Kind of. (laughs) (laughs) Everything's racist. To somebody. If you're brave enough. I mean, you definitely couldn't call a boxer these days the brown bomber. (laughs) God. Yeah. I don't know. I don't... hmm. It'd be tough. Yeah. It'd be tough. I think we could say that, like, whatever new administration goes in, they probably won't be sequestering us for race relations (laughs) in the new government administration. What do you mean? I mean... Did that happen last time? They should. We're, We're highly functioning members of society we have pretty good opinions on stuff at least according to our opinion i don't want to uh you know add to your vocabulary but i believe these days they call that woke (laughs) w-o-a-k oh my god it's the woke Woke. tree what it would w-h-o a whoa Uh, yes. Could that be a decent? So when you ride, when so you own a company, make when one. Odorous is riding that horse, and the horse gets a little out of control. He like, goes, "Woke!" <laughs> I think so. With a sombrero on. But I like sombreros. Yeah, they're they're pretty practical in the right. Setting. I fucking love ponchos too. 
I love ponchos. Also, yeah. I really do. Attire. Yeah. I wear a poncho a fair a fair amount. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, yeah, again, going back to it, it's like, well, okay, what was the culture that first invented pants? Ooh. Someone that so they, they or were ba- wearing or basketball. The first, so the first Norwegian the pants English. are fairly famous. Wait, the first Norwegian pants? Yeah, yeah. well, the scant whatever northern try because it would have been way before Norway was actually a country. Mm-hmm. But that they're pretty famous because they were uh, frozen. the The first pants oh, were frozen okay. and actually had intricate designs on them. They're like I think the oldest pants ever found. Um, nice. And you, they sell like a sweatpants version of them. They're oh, I've seen awesome. that. Yeah. I super oh, want to really? get them. Yeah. It's like the oldest pants. They're really fucking. Crazy I feel like looking. they'd be perfect to do devil's yoga in. Yeah, I think so. Oh, yeah. yeah. Are we about so, to get a uniform? First and last <gasps> pants. I yeah. I don't know. Should we? Should we have? Well, like, you were you looking at white jumpsuits. Are you allowed to have I, a religious I'm, organization I am without a uniform? Totally Ooh. down with the white jumpsuit. <laughs> I was especially if there's a little crotch gusset. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> like, it's getting for, way for too mo- close for, to furries for mobility. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. Nay, there's no hood. There's no ears. Oh my god. Ideally, the tail would be purchased as an extra attachment. But you know. is that an attachment or an insertion? Or Wait, did I, you yeah, say fur, I, fur mobility? Like f u r mobility? Fur mobility. Like f- furry <laughs> mobility. And it's just like a cat licking herself. I I think that's furmo. I believe <laughs> furmo. Furmo. Well, they, they, that, it's on Wednesday at, nights from our furmo class. Furmo. <laughs> Case in point. Exactly. Yeah. That is, uh... yeah. That's the. So Scott, um, <laughs> his uh, his his, uh, his wife Jill, when they were they were married, she was a dancer and a choreographer, and one of the pieces that she choreographed, which I do believe was done set to a piece of a, a classical um, rendition of uh war pigs by black sabbath nice Whoa. um but I, I believe that was the musical part of it but i think the, the actual dance piece was called because they can <laughs> or it's the because they can dance piece or waltz or whatever i don't think it was nice. a waltz but um because it was more modern because you can't really you know because if it's because you can you're very fucking modern um i i don't know why that came into my head <laughs> What I was were we hoping, talking about? Because Sparkle was, was doing it because she can. Yeah. I was hoping that there was going to be a tie-in into, to the uh, leopard pant, white glasses, um, whatever the hell else radical shit you were wearing. It was that 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 was called style. Yes. Oh, the yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I know what you're talking about. Yeah, style. That's what I thought when I saw it. <laughs> the capital S, right? Yeah, yeah that's, yeah. Uh, that was the first... Uh, Word in my vocabulary that popped up. That popped up. It wasn't. Um, in no way did I say what the fuck is someone, that. Someone. Someone. <laughs> no way. I think did that ever Kate was happen. talking about neon colors and that sort of thing, and I was like, yeah, I'm not really like I like color, but like I don't neon. I have a hard time doing. My only exception that would, that would have been fluorescent, fluorescent pink, not neon pink, okay. because neon. I do believe that neon is a light source. Is a light source. Oh, yeah, yeah. Me. So that which would is weird because so is fluorescent. So, is fluorescent. <laughs> so where are we going with this? God guys? damn it! But it's not an elect. It's not an, a electrical. Well, what's the word for it? Because there's natural fluorescence. Okay. But do you have Let's one look of up these? The difference. Yeah. What's the I'd difference say... between fluorescence? Well, what's and the other so, one? I would so, like one. So I told her the only way that I would ever be willing to rock an outfit like that would be in the event yeah. that... Trevor did that illustration last night. Uh, he did yeah. that last night? Yeah. 
That's amazing. Before you said that, I was going to make a joke about Trevor drawing this, but <gasps> you're correct. Wow. He did. It's quite the premonition. And he said it was a lot of fun. <laughs> so I can only assume he was drinking. <laughs> I was. My first thought was naked, but maybe well, both. Uh, okay, we're both. getting even weirder because there is such a thing as neon paint, but the difference, they have a difference in quality for visual appearance and then they have an like electrical current difference between huh. amperage so neon is very low amperage okay fluorescent is very high amperage okay it's all just wavelengths man everything is vibrations josh yeah, you learned this i know I, i'm I, fully aware this is how god damn it I, sometimes i type in the dumbest shit <laughs> into Google. And then i'm like get down a rabbit hole and i'm like where did my day go because i was looking sure and then your phone's like you spent five hours and 19 minutes online today <laughs> yeah. and then it's like one percent productivity and you're yeah. like why did you have to add that part in yeah, yeah. Right. why did you, did you have to tell me i'm a piece of shit well <laughs> i don't how know how did you know looking oh, at instagram wasn't shit. productive was, other than uh, the obvious um, piece, piece of extra yeah man. Uh, you're a piece of excrement. You're a piece yeah. of unproductive human fecal being. Matter. <laughs> matter. <laughs> Guys, fecal matter. Guys, fecals matter. The majority of your being is unproductive. <laughs> I can't even. I, I'm a. God. Uh, you're like, oh, I slipped that one. Also, also another shirt. I, I can't do it. No, I can't do much. it. Yeah, it's, Michael it's too much. Michael missed it. That's okay. Yeah. You'll hear it on the replay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no. I, I, FLM. FLM. Nice. Oh, geez. Oof. That's that's a whole nother step. There's See, jokes within jokes now. We're getting, uh, we're getting Yeah, really somebody's going to have to put that one together. It's the Inception. Uh, it is, it's, it's Super the, it, Inception. It, it, well, it used to be FHM, but, you know, print doesn't exist anymore, so. <laughs> You're talking about productivity, but... I don't know. I would argue that that your extensive research into didgeridoos is like super productive, in my opinion. I'm very <laughs> grateful. Aaron that, would disagree with you. Well, and then and then we have hence perspective. Because from my perspective, it's fantastic. Because now you've got a, this cool little thing that I make fart noises into to try and <laughs> like make it make music. I they're really weird wormholes. Um, <laughs> Who knows what's a waste of time? I spent like three hours the other day researching shrewdy boxes. So you also that? apparently spent some time texting to people who ride bicycles regarding New Year's Day. Well, some of those people called me while I was in the middle of training for said event. And so they asked what I was doing. And you told them. And then... And I said, man, wouldn't that be awesome if you could get your friend Billy and your other friend M.F. T. My maximum would. So those Did you throw my idea out there? Yeah. Oh God, I would love nothing more. I've been thinking about it for a week now. See, two bike. So you wouldn't be on an assault bike. You'd no, be concept I, two. Yeah, I I totally understand what we can even you're place it inside down. Joe's rollers that are in the shed out back, so it pretend you can pretend like you're on them. Those are actually um, my rollers. Joe uses them. But Joe uses them far more. Joe leaves all over the gym somewhere. Possession yeah. is 90%. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no Especially shit. Especially with Joe. Especially, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> That's volume so the is only 90%. way that that is going to work without uh, breaking the rules is if each of them does 11 hours and I do two. <laughs> I like that idea. Wow. I do too. I'm fine with everything <laughs> that you're talking about. 
Here's, but I did Is that talk, because of how much you're going to have so, to pee? Yeah, I, I'll, be, just be, I'll just be like you guys. I got 15 minutes at a time on the bike. That's all I, I can give you. this diaper again. Shit. Well, especially but if it's we actually add, kind of. So we, before we go, so yeah, we're planning a, oh, oh, a oh, New yeah. Year's Whoa, Eve. Whoa, is this the announcement? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, this will be the announcement. So Fucking rock on. If, if you got this far. It, right. Yeah. <laughs> this might have so to be three, the sound clip. The, three people are now going to hear this. This will definitely be. So we have to do it in less than 60 seconds. because it's a, So the official announcement is that on New Year's Day and Eve, um, the nonprofit organization, also known as NP. NPO. <laughs> will also will be taking part in a challenge called the 24-hour assault bike challenge in teams of three and what does that entail um we like get, max mileage we, in 24 hours oh i thought bike. it had something to do with like s- sledgehammers whereas like the 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 smallest like quantifiable or identifiable pieces you could turn an assault bike into using <laughs> sledgehammers in, in 24, 24 hours. hours do you know what would be Sign awesome me up. I, I can do that do you know what would be really cool is that we start this tradition yeah. Right. So every year we do a 24 hour effort in teams or maybe individual if people want to partake. Yeah. And eventually we drop the implement and we just apply a 24 hour assault challenge. And we just assault. <laughs> also in. Drop the bike part. Yeah. Drop the bike. 24 hour assault. Holy shit. Wow. We could like It's maybe... like a purge. It's the yeah. purge. La purga. We could. La purga. We could. I see. Mm. Now I I, got, I have I have no words well, does, for this other than no I don't plan I said to be no here. to assault yeah exactly <laughs> I, I said, said I just what the shirt I just, just said no I said no <laughs> and I said no and no I was still no means yes yes means ass bike I. I <laughs> I was going to say, I, I said no, and I still had a bike seat up my ass for 24 hours. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, so or eight. Here, according to so the rules, though, yeah, what Billy, are the rules? Billy and Joe yeah. could take the, the, you know, the majority of it, but you'd have to be on for at least six hours. Not all at once, but six hours of total oh, the, time. Dude, what, who made these rules? I don't know. Somebody sent them to me. Anonymously? Kind of. Oh, that's cool. And I sent it to Keegan, hoping that he would shoot it down. He's like, "This is." And stupid. he was just like, and he said, and, and then, and do you then want like to get Roger?" And later, he was like, "Fucking out on the bike for two hours." Yeah, I've been waiting for something like that with the salt bike for three years now. Yeah. So then, to 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 balance, because these guys are going to wait. Be you on... tricked Roger into being on your team. Yeah. He's like ninety okay. percent on board. He's waiting. yeah. So here's the plan: if he drops out, I'm going to get an eight pack. <laughs> Oh, yeah. You should do that anyway. And just say, Roger, you can't pass the push-up challenge, so you can't be on our team. <laughs> People have to do Jeez. at least three real push-ups. Actual push-ups. There's a yeah. buy-in. Three hand-release push-ups, Roger. Go. Yeah, I think Roger's no, mostly year. there. He's just figuring out the like, last details. But yeah. I also don't really want Nate Pack because that would really raise the speed that I have to hold. No, to something you could, that's unsustainable. You could just let him raise the speed that he can hold. That's not how it works, Mark. It, that's and not you know true. That's, you know it. I just want to no, know what I he could hold. I know that you, there is I in team, <laughs> the way I spell it. Well, it's me. Yeah. 
There's a me in team. Boom. Yeah. A- and a meat. And also an am. There is an There's I also an I am. am more important than you then. <laughs> <laughs> it's a silent eye. I, I think Nate Pack on the team would really suck because you, you can't help but drive that when somebody's going. Going that fucking hard? Yeah, you can't oh help my but God. go hard. And he I'm texting has the Nate volume. right now. Fair enough. Mm. I mean, he can just come do it by himself. I feel like that's more his speed anyways. I know, right? Do you think he would just hold 400 watts the For fucking time? 24 hours? That would Close be amazing. It. He doesn't know the code. Yeah. I got to go coach anyway. So oh, yeah. What time? It's 530. 530. Oh. Should, mm. should we wrap it up so when he comes back in, he like, has no idea We're just like, yeah. no, so, no, no. We should, let, so, we should let him come back. Just so so come in, sit down, if you're listening to on. this about the official announcement, maybe shoot um, you know, Mark Twight a comment and tell him whether him, Billy Innes, and Joe Holmes should be part of this. Yeah, go ahead. Put a put a. I'll em- send you a free bumper sticker. Put an emoji in 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 your comment. Let we, Mark know how excited you are about so, him participating. So in the only thing, like <laughs> when uh, Doctor Zeus, like the guy who invented his Theodore Geisel, right? Yeah, yeah. So the only thing that would make an assault bike more interesting, especially for someone with prostate issues, spring you know, potential, <laughs> is is that as you were pedaling. And running your arms back and forth on those handlebars that the seat was also going up and down and jamming a gigantic cock into your ass. They do make they, that, they have actually. One of those. Yeah. But it's There's when you pedal, this, it yeah. goes up and down, not with the arms. Not with the seat. It's oh. The, it goes individual. Oh, it goes, it goes yeah. in. Oh, no, it goes through the seat? Yeah. yeah. It's on. Um, that sounds the, amazing. And as you pedal, it goes not up and Borat. down. Not like Borat. What's the other one? Borat. Um, Sasha Sasha Born yeah not I know what you're talking one? about I can't think of the name of this uh, is it the, the Ali G show no the gay Sasha dude. goes downtown oh what's the one oh what was his name the super flying boy yeah, yeah 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 he had the oh the Austrian guy no that's Borat no wait that's he's from Kyrgyzstan or something like Kyr- that yeah yeah he's from no but there's but he's playing the, 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 the character yeah, the fashion yeah, 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 designer yeah, yeah. character yeah, yeah I, don't I can't remember, remember. anyway there yeah. there's a scene in that where there's an Airdyne and there's a dildo in it and you can like. That was the first time I was like, that's actually really what it it's kind of what it feels, feels like. like. Um, I don't even think I could take eight hours of that. So with the dildo? Billy gave me some really good ideas. That's well, a actually, sexual assault bike. So <laughs> talking to Joe about it, your arch yeah. nemesis, um, I, I was like, he was asking how we're strategizing. Like, well, it's an evolving thing depending on how much we only have. You so know. you've already got him thinking about how to break down the. No, Emily got him thinking about it because she wrote in her notes, slight change to the schedule this year. Okay. I'm participating in the nonprofit 24-hour air dine challenge. And okay. then he had questions for me Okay, based on his interaction. And I said, you know, yeah. it'd be really awesome if you, Billy, Is and Is she Mark, coming down? Yeah. She's going to be on Aaron and Kate's team. Fuck yes. Yeah. Emily Alexander. Yeah. Fucking throwing down. Originally, right. we're talking about hours on, hours off. And then we started, like, messing with it, thinking, like, we'd do an hour, and then we'd do an hour of, like, two minutes on, two minutes Fucking off. Fucking an hour. I just want to shh. It's too much. It's too much. It's way yeah. too much. So talking yeah. to Joe, he goes, actually, yeah. when they did Race Across America, they used 15-minute intervals with four people. Yeah. They did that for, like, five days or whatever the their actual the actual record is. I was yeah. like, that's where we landed was – like a progressive scale. So starting to get the speed and the pace going. Yeah. So the first hour would be like minute on, two minutes off. And then the second hour would be five minutes on, five minutes off, or five minutes off, uh, 10 minutes off. And then the third hour would go 15. 
and then back down that scale. So if you work out all of them, it should we need a fourth one probably because you need to have eight-hour segments. So you go up and down this little scale. The most you'd ever do is probably 20 or 30 minutes at a time. You don't think that there would need to be that means that the <clears throat> longest nap you're going to get is that's 20 that was my thing 45 like, minutes. I don't plan on oh, sleeping. actually, yeah, cause because you have the two other people, well, yeah. yeah, I think you could pull like one eight hour stretch where it's like, okay, man, we're each going to do an hour. That means each person gets a no, two see, hour, but you'd get out of the zone probably then. No, no, what, what you're dealing with is like you're thinking that it's an aerobic problem that we need to like. It's not. It's a how much your ass can sit it's on It's a, a contact seat. point oh. problem. That's yeah. the only thing that matters. It doesn't no matter. Kidding. We have all okay. the fitness that we're going to use for it. Sure. It's how much sensitivity you can handle on your taint, especially mm. with that seat that's all squishy. So the shorter the intervals, the easier it is to do. See, I would have screwed it up. I think we should just do a minute on, two minutes off. <laughs> for 24 hours if it was if it was if it was like if it was a couple days long like if it was race across america then we'd have to worry about sleep deprivation mm-hmm. and stuff like that. 24 hours if you can't stay awake for 24 hours you're a fucking asshole like just take some acid and some caffeine you'll be fine. like it's not a big fucking i was deal. just gonna ask like what's the what's the drug i was well of choice so my, for this i was thinking a hit every two hours <laughs> i was thinking a hit 12 hours in i see i thought I for the uh for the senior league Hey, let's say um, Josh Tyler, you're out yeah. here tomorrow, right? What's that? You're out I of leave here tomorrow. tomorrow. Yes. You're so leaving you're tomorrow. You're like, going back to the great state of. You're going to be a Confederate in 24 hours. Awesome. Get, yes. What was yeah, it? Lee Phillips something Lee, high school? Lee, Lee Diamond. <laughs> Lou Diamond Phillips uh, high school. No. <laughs> Lee, Lee Phillips high school would be all about a skincare routine. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And fitness. Um Keegan, I'll see you soon. You will? <laughs> In a couple minutes. Yep. Uh, after yeah. I coach, I'll go say bye. Yeah, okay, perfect. Yeah. <laughs> I oh, thank you. Oh, yeah, I can try. Yeah. Um, I thought that for, oh, someone's for the... Someone for else the, wants to leave. <laughs> I thought you were saying for Mark's team that those guys, there was going to be, since they didn't have to do the assault bike, they were going to be on the Concept 2, mm-hmm. to neutralize and, and make that even that there was an alcohol consumption component. <laughs> oh, that would put us far ahead of for every for every beer for, it gives you like a mile or something. Exactly. I see? <sighs> oh. I mean, I'm I'm interested in all kinds of versions There's of There's a lot of ways you can you can get really creative with this thing. Like every uh, yeah, you have to have to consume a six pack in in like within every 50 miles or something. Uh, maybe that's too much or too little. I, don't I mean, know. the drinking thing, I can't, like, I don't know. It's not fun for you, but it, I'm just trying to make it entertaining. Yeah, if it's Mark. your thing, then yeah. go for it. Yeah. But it would just make it miserable for me. Yeah. yeah. It, you would I think it would it. make it miserable for most. everybody. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm fine uh, doing other substances that would make it entertaining. So, yeah. what is the, I mean, in the sense, is there going to be a testing protocol? Like, is there, are we, is there going to pee in a cup and then see who, who, <laughs> who has, has like the, the most? most? <laughs> it's bonus points, right? It's bonus points. It's an RX plus <laughs> yeah. if you can complete it on, <laughs> on I, I think yeah. I win by default. Uh, like, I don't, <laughs> just, like, just on any given day, you could do that. Uh, I don't know, man. You don't know, you don't know about the injectables. <laughs> They're short lasting. <laughs> I I don't know. I'm I'm uh <clears throat> been experimenting with the K? <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> now that oh man. I thought you were just going to K hole yourself <laughs> on an airbike. Uh, just like 
guys, this this drug doesn't work for this. Yes, this, this is super weird. Can you put on some more techno? <laughs> <laughs> or make it louder, or oh my gosh, dude! If you could inject the techno into me somehow, ride, <laughs> if you could <laughs> ride the bike while being K-hole, like, dude, that would be like superhuman. I, I mean, I've never I, used ketamine, although it's now legal, and apparently you can go hog wild on it, which I'm very excited about. I, um, it's just not my thing. Well, I, I feel like it. Pre- <clears throat> you're, it fairly well incapacitates you from my understanding. One of my Himalayan expeditions, our, our do, the team doctor was a veterinarian. Oh. Yes. And uh, so a lot of drugs are administered by weight. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and that was one of them. Like, hey, we got a, there's, we got a set of broken bone here. Uh, this child weighs about what a golden retriever weighs. So <laughs> we're going with that. <laughs> it was Holy fucking amazing. I can't remember his name. He was, he was I think he's it's a Canadian guy, but Scottish by birth, and all that goes with that. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Um, Why do you guys have a veterinarian for your doctor? Because we're fucking animals. <laughs> I, I had a my uh, one of my fights out of the country. The ringside doctor was actually was a vet. vet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, totally. But they can they can put in stitches just as good as anybody else for sure. Oh yeah. I probably They're not much different. No. Yeah, skin, you, you skin, wiggle bro. less probably. Yeah, <laughs> it's debatable. I still needed a muzzle, so who knows? Yeah, what he's yeah thinking. exactly, exactly. I kept snapping at him. That, that's, I mean, that's the plan. Aaron, Aaron has a team. We have a possible wild card team, and then actually, uh, Georgina down in Australia is going to start ten hours before us, and actually do one with three people down there. Nice. So, if anybody wants to participate, somewhere around. The, the world change of the calendar yeah um to a new year yeah so are you going what noon noon to noon no i think i i mean here's the the other tricky thing is like when to start it uh, and keegan was like we should start at midnight it's like that's the dumbest thing you've ever done no, because y- exactly. then you're 12 hours awake into a 24-hour event yeah. so you're just extending you mm-hmm. you want to start within like an hour or two of waking up that's mm-hmm. if you wake up at noon Right, You're twelve hours awake. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. Right. I mean, fine. I mean, I would try to sleep in. Yeah, but you want to like you want to. I think one of the biggest problems is obviously hydration and fuel for something like mm-hmm. this. The biggest my problem because the other contact. thing is you can't leave the building. Right, can't leave the building. Right, like there's no going to Wendy's. No, you can't even snacks. order. They said you can't even order in food. Oh, so so you got to be totally prepped. So we yeah. so you have to have a buffet table, is what you're saying. Well, so we decided and to also pods. turn it into a cook-off. Oh. So each team will take turns making food on the Traeger, on the grill, soups and broths, and you know, which will be hard if you only have a two minute interval. Man, that's going to get tricky. Well, that hour we wouldn't. But. <laughs> But you'll switch. So the reason why the two-minute intervals is to drive the pr- the pace up and keep your brain actually. Mental simulation. Yeah, to yeah. keep it up and to also check yourself. Because I imagine uh, because the gearing is heavy, it's going to start to fucking weigh on your legs pretty bad. So now back in the day mm-hmm. um, when nights were jousting and shit like that, mm-hmm. right, you could – you know, nominate a second, right? Somebody's kind of <laughs> stand in for you so that whatever victory yeah. was won, the knight would take credit, even yeah. if the squire was the one who, you know. Yeah. Are you nominating Sean? No. Oh. <laughs> fucking Nate Pack is my. He's, <laughs> he's, he's getting on the bike for me. I pledge Nate Pack is my second. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and Sean Kingry is my third if I need, you know, if Nate should not be able to either execute or he should. 
you know, only be able to sustain 400 watts for seven hours straight. And then that left us. I looked at it like Nate could show up, do the first eight hours. So then we only really have a 16 hour event between me and Keegan. We just switch off 20 minutes at a time. Easy. And and he already would have banked so many fucking calories on the Herodine for For you guys that you would just like coast in and it'd be fine. Uh, Yeah. Our goal, I think right now we're looking at, I think we're probably going to aim for a 345 watt average which would be roughly 25 to 26 miles per hour. Okay. Which would give it, us it should, a pretty Should good that glitch. bike be moving? If that bike were actually... Yeah, well, according to what it's yeah. recording or whatever. Yeah. Um, which I think wattage-wise, that makes sense, although that wattage isn't real wattage. because Well, maybe, because your arms are involved. Who fucking knows? Yeah, who knows? Uh, it's also an algorithm off at the fucking RPM, so it's for sure not forced production. Yeah. But... Based off what the numbers on the assault bike say, that's what we're going to aim for because I think we can. We might try to aim for six hundred miles in twenty four hours. So, so the the objective um, is not calories but distance. Yeah. Okay. I don't know why. I, yeah. Because there'll be far too many calories. Well, so. probably because it just it can't, like after you, if you hit a thousand, it can't. It starts over. Does anybody know what happens to these computers? Some people oh. have done it already. Okay. Yeah, they can keep running. Okay. The, the timer just starts over after like I think twelve hours or something. Or oh, okay. Yeah. So, so there is a a point yeah. like with intervals on the C two after th- thirty it resets to I think it so. just stops. Yeah, I think or so. Whatever. Or that's the interval. Yeah, um, yeah, that's the interval thing. But I imagine there would be something for time as well. Like, <sighs> well, the thing only well, goes you can do a three hour ninety nine row. Yeah, that's true. So I think I don't not sure how uh, we can check. I mean, fuck, it's gonna. Well, we'll figure it out. Well, oh, we were just planning on taking a picture at the end of every hour okay. to start keep, to make sure it doesn't yeah. like log or whatever, or lose track. But I think I think it'll keep track of it all because people have very specific numbers already on my. Maybe that's why they use mileage actually because okay. it's the one constant number that could be on there. Yeah, I see. That's pretty gnarly. I want no parts of that. Um, I didn't, but now I think th- I think Josh Tyler next, you know, the next iteration when it's just the twenty-four hour assault, assault? challenge, you're in. I'm in yeah, for yeah, sure. yeah. For I'm, sure. I'm down for that. Yeah, I mean, now I look at it and I go, you know, it's it's twenty-four twenty-minute intervals. That's not that bad. Well, when you, I mean, is that if, if spread out over a month? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, saying that my total volume in one day, like my. I'll do, like the first twelve hours of it will probably double the volume that I've got on an assault bike in the past month. Fuck no shit. So it's really not, and this is kind of the funny thing about endurance um, that we will be riding them. Is this tied to like? Is this event tied somehow to kind of a product? Yeah, we're going to release the endurance manual at the end of the twenty-four hour period. Okay. I forgot about that. Which oh, that's a nice means little... we should probably finish it. I, th- uh, I think we're. I we're think close. we should finish it. I wasn't going to say. I, I, that's not. You said that, dude. I didn't say that. I, I was about to say. I think we should <laughs> <laughs> release it. You we know, sometime. It. It, well, I guess subsequently after. Yeah, that's it, your reward it, for finishing the twenty-four hour challenge, and only people who complete the challenge are allowed to buy it. <laughs> oh well, then well, we there can goes hand, your, yeah. Then we can hand print those. Yeah, <laughs> you'll make. I can make sketch literally, them out. You'll yeah. make tens of dollars yeah. Yeah. with this marketing ploy. I think. Um, I think what an interesting point of looking at. So we've had like 
maybe 21 days to prepare for a 24 hour thing. And uh-huh. this is kind of, this is on the basis of what we're talking about in the endurance manual. It's like, who would this be applicable for? A lot well, you're of people, just dropping it on me. Today's December 14th. We're recording this. So I don't really have 21 days. You're if I'm going to do this, but I'm not going to do it. So it doesn't matter. Well, I mean, you only got to do six hours of it. That's not that bad. You can do six hour rides right now. Yeah. Shit. You'd be just fine. You've been doing way more volume than I have. So <laughs> the interesting thing about like trying to think, I think most people are thinking like performance wise, they're, they're thinking they're still like when a general athlete takes on this sort of thing, mm-hmm. they think heart and lungs. They're not thinking yeah. of body care. Oh, yeah. And, and that's like the hygiene part for, for sure. Yeah, for sure. And you're like, how can you best prepare? Like, what's the best way to prepare? Keegan's doing something different than me. Keegan's trying to get aerobically fit, mostly because he's never done anything super, super long. Yeah. I've done super, not super long stuff, but long enough to know that that's totally unimportant. <laughs> oh, yeah. Right? Because performance. That other like, shit is going to go away and become problematic long before. Your, your, your aerobic fitness is only sustainable if your body can hold up to the wear and tear. Yeah. So what I'm doing to prepare is just sitting on the fucking bike as much as possible. And not pushing the pedals that hard because, because my that knees puts, will get worn out. Because your knees will get worn out. And the less pressure you put on the pedals, the more pressure's on your ass. Yes. <laughs> so I've been trying to sit on yeah. it for about, you know, an so you're seasoning the meat. As yes. They say. And thinking yeah. that I'm hoping kind of that my aerobic fitness will take care of itself because I have 40 minutes to recover my aerobic system in between bouts. Yeah. And it won't be that taxing. So I imagine it's going to get bad for me in probably hour 16 is where. You know, and that's because well, it's, now it will that you've identified it. <laughs> well, no, I'm just identifying the three quarter mark. No, no, I get it, I right? get it, but you just dropped an anchor there. C- bad doesn't mean it just means I need to. Well, <laughs> kind of, but also a way to be like, okay, if it happens before that, that's at least I know it's going to get bad. As opposed to most people who do long things, go they they think it'll be the same. They think it's long and boring. Yeah, but it does have phases to it. You're you come out way too hard. Oh yeah, and this is this is that's why we would put Nate pack up front. Up front, yeah. <laughs> Nate set the pace, and then we'll slow you down. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's, anyway, there's a lot of aspects about it that are really interesting that have to do with us talking about endurance in the manual and us trying to figure things out, you know, for ourselves. Yeah. In in that calculation, because I saw I saw Kate attempting this she rode three hours today yeah which <laughs> which is super impressive and 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 i think the her reasoning behind it seems pretty sound obviously as someone who's kind of new to this fitness thing mm-hmm. and you know i mean very few humans have done this nowadays have done this kind of effort and so building some confidence like okay well geez if i can ride a bike for three hours non-stop yeah, then psychological that psychologically yeah. prepares me like okay i can maybe tackle this which i think is an important aspect for for a lot of folks oh fuck yeah well that's what we talk about as being like the you practice endurance as a part of building predictable models for yourself like that's like and, and this is a problem with, you know, we could talk environmentally because that's a big part of endurance training is like, I would need to know, okay, I know what this heart rate for this hour produces. I need this much food and this much hydration. But then I apply that, you know, sands, good weather or, mm. you know, a, a rainstorm, cold, heat, humidity, mm. all these things start to change. And all I'm doing is building a model so that I can estimate what I can sustain in order to see something through. How much of that 
do you think becomes like mental calculations and like very, you know, regimented and specific and, and kind of cerebral running the numbers and how much of that do you think becomes just a, a feel like I know when I get to this feeling, it means X. I think that's, I think that's a temperament issue. I think different Mm. people are going to go, going to address and relate to the problem in different ways. Interesting. And yeah. some, and there will be people who are just like, I need this many grams of carbohydrate yeah. intake per hour, this much fluid. Because that's blah, my confidence. Because like the confidence is, yeah. is in is, is in. Because if I can control the math, then I can yeah. then the other then I'm in control ish in mm. air quotes. Um, whereas the fully by heart person, it's going to be to- completely mercurial. Yeah. But you will also know that during the 24 hour period, there's going to be like serious highs and lows yes. um, of output. And and, and th- the experience that you have is just like, okay, I mean, one of the things that we did in the mountains was like never make a fucking decision between 3 a.m. and 7 a.m. Like if you're on a 24-hour thing yeah. because it will always be to retreat. Mm-hmm. It'll always be to go down. Like if it's a meaningful decision, fucking stop, sit down, shut your goddamn mouth and mm-hmm. try and shut your brain off and wait till the sun comes up and then make your choice. But if it's at the fucking nadir and, you know, like you're – you know, you're calorie deprived, you're fucking dehydrated. Mm. You've been awake for a really long time. It's fucking, it's colder. You feel colder than the temperature, you know, normally would uh, make you feel. Mm-hmm. That's the time to make a choice about up or down. Yeah. Fuck no. Yeah. Your prefrontal, like when you're that low, all compulsion control changes because prefrontal yeah. cortex is drained. So how do you apply that but, same? But, but in this environment here where it's a controllable mm-hmm. environment, a, you get a, you, you get a rid of some of those variables, but you also have the means because you don't have to carry them because yeah. you're in a fucking building mm. you know you oh also gosh, have the require mani- we have the, to do it outside the, the, oh. the means to manipulate your psychology in some way available well is it, that sugar is that water is yeah. that you know oh i'm gonna go listen to this i'm gonna change the music yeah. i'm gonna you know like what are these i need to be around somebody else or i need to go over and watch like Mm. These other, I, I need to get inspiration for the other people in the room, mm-hmm. which wouldn't normally be available to me, you know, if I was either by myself in the mountains or with one other person. And I was going to say that is probably a, a pretty distinct advantage in this is that you have two other teammates that can, you know, presumably since they're resting, maybe help you make a better decision as opposed to when you're breathing heavy on the bike and calorie deprived or whatever you're experiencing. For, it's not going to be. It's not the same thing as having a steady twenty-four hour effort, sure. yeah. which changes the pace and the actual like brain stuff that goes behind mm-hmm. it. I think it, it, this is um, this will be instigated a lot by the group and how they can like drive each other to keep the pace, which high. could make yes. it actually harder. Oh no, it will. No, it makes the effort entirely. The effort is going to be yeah. so much higher. Yeah, and, and I think intent, intensity. Oh, because wise. it was by myself. It's like a cool two hundred watts. Yeah, like, I am and when just I get barely tired, I get moving off. this thing. Right. Yeah, for sure. But and that's that. That's the the pros are that man, you'll do stuff that you're not willing to do on your own because of the interval nature of it and the camaraderie yeah. and the mm-hmm. reliance on other people and dependency. But then the cons are your body is going to be in a state that you're not quite prepared for. Because you don't know, like I know how my body reacts to one and two hour efforts in 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 the like team environment. Mm-hmm. I don't know. How, I don't know after that. I know on my own in the four to six hour what happens, but I don't know beyond that. Have you have you done twenty four no straight on anything? No, no. The longest the longest sustained single effort that I've done I think is nine and a half hours. Okay, that's the longest I've ever done one thing nonstop. 
And I was just on a bike. The funny thing about like George and I mean Billy's less so than George. I mean, or George Joe, Joe excuse yeah. me, Joe being you know kind of Mister Millimeter. Mm-hmm. It's like that f- fucking C two bike. It's gonna drive him crazy. Oh, it's gonna drive him fucking crazy. Because I'm just thinking like he's gonna want to switch pedals so he can wear his shoes each time, you know, or yeah, whatever, and then or. I feel like that should be good for him, though, to get him out of his comfort zone and make him do something where he doesn't have all of the, you know, everything perfect. Because when is everything perfect? When Joe puts it together. Yeah. Really? When Joe rides I mean, a bike. For, for uh, Yeah. When, ev- yeah, everything is. It's millimeters. Like it's millimeters of, you know, in terms of position. And, it, and it's just like, okay, maybe I could use his position on the bike. <laughs> <laughs> probably like that but to switch back and forth like th- that's yeah. the thing about the beautiful thing about the assault bike is just like it doesn't matter there's no way there's precision <laughs> is the last word in the description of that device and yeah. not only in your body position but in how the thing's fucking made and etc so you can just hop on hop off and it's like yeah oh what i raise the seat or i lower the seat that's the only adjustment you go forward a little bit like you get, I, I move mine two steps forward than okay. Keegan does. Okay. Ke- and he, like we have a slight different position. So when you have the two minutes on, you know, mm-hmm. four minutes off. Thing, it's staying how- the same though. Yeah. Yeah. That's, we adjust, we, when we work like that, we usually, everybody goes to a 10, two clicks forward and everybody just deals with it. Cause that's the in between. Okay. And then when you, you have longer efforts, we adjust it to preference. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. That makes sense. That's how I'm thinking about it. How, how has that millimeter mentality factor well i was gonna ask how that translated (laughs) into his shooting endeavors Um, i know that he's gotten into that i'd be curious to see is that it's remarkable how fucking good he has gotten with the 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 short amount of time he's been doing it so in some aspects like just today he's asking about okay the what is there's a there's an app for the cert pistol there's the range fox app that our friend nate does there you know for uh, you know, dry firing thing. The Mantis has its own deal. Mm-hmm. There are some other ones, etc. And he's been, tr- he's, tr- he's basically tried them all. He hasn't, he, he was asking me about the Range Fox one today. Um, but like, no, he, he's a dedicated practitioner. It's shocking. Nice. actually. Yeah. I yeah. Think- so he's, but that's also not just the millimeter thing. That's the obsession thing. Mm. Yeah. You know, in a way of like, okay, when he goes in, he goes all in. The symptom is millimeters. <laughs> yeah, yes. The disease is it, compul- uh, obsession. It's obsession, yeah. Nice. It's anyway. always the worst thing in the world. You have to teach? Uh, I mean. It's time, yeah. Yeah, and it goes both ways. Thanks, Mark. Thanks, Josh. Thanks, yeah, Josh. My pleasure. It's nice to see you. I wish we got yeah. to roll more, but. Yeah, that's okay. These silly I'm, times. Yeah, well. Silly time. It had nothing to do with COVID. It had to do with fucking back issues, dude. That's silly time. Yeah, that is okay. silly. that's silly time. <laughs> super okay. Silly. Yeah, um, yeah super. The, <laughs> the good news is, is you know, while I'm not as frequently present, mm-hmm. my my presence still lingers on, and I will return once again. <laughs> Excellent. Well, I'm not in your presence. I feel like when you are here, it is a present. Oh my gosh! <laughs> my goodness. <laughs> wow. Uh, and, so, and, and so grateful. That, so that's gra- some so much serious gratitude, gratitude right there, bro. <laughs> that, the, and presently, I'm going to have to journal about that later. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm just going to talk to myself. Presently, sorry. 
<laughs> no, I was going to say, and presently, um, will you be leaving? Are you are you flying back? I'm going to fly back. Okay, yes. so you'll 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 uh, leave the truck in. The... I think that's the plan. I have yeah. a buddy of mine who's interested in maybe buying that, and we weren't able to sync up because there was a lot of stuff going on. Yeah, um, I, I'm really torn because I don't want to give up my freedom, and also, man, I just <laughs> there is something about driving a gas guzzling V8 that really just appeals to my redneck core yeah um it's always the little guy isn't it yeah i think that's it well because i'm driving like a little dodge caliber back home and it gets you know great gas mileage comparatively yeah but like when you start that thing up oh dude i hear it from where i live we start that truck up down here yeah so yeah yeah, it's it's actually i drive the dodge caliber the testes feel the void they do (laughs) they do my my testosterone drops every time i get (laughs) (laughs) man rough Ain't America grand. Yeah. Indeed. On that note. We'll see you again, Josh. Thank you. Cool. Oh, God.